Hail and well met, weary travelers. I, of course, am your illustrious Dungeon Master, Cody J. Hey, and thank you for joining us for Live and Let Dice. Of course, I am joined by our fantastic host of players, the Oxfather himself, playing Ozal, Zachary. Yo, yo, yo. Dean the Dream Martin, playing Burn. What up? You know him, you love him. We ran him over with a cart. Kranglis, played by Dini. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Jesus Christ, I forgot about that. <laughs> Uh, Marius Rodari, played by Max. Good evening, everyone. And Calumban, also played by the group. Unfortunately, Mark will not be joining us tonight. Uh, he's got some family stuff going on. So we love you, Mark, and we miss you, and I hope things are better. Um, oh, recap. Okay. I mean, he's got a family event. Well, you know, you, you, know, you never know, right? We still love That's you, That's true. He could right? be going through a lot. But, Yeah. Oh, I just made things sad, and I feel bad. Sorry, audio listeners. Um, <laughs> let's skip to something on a higher note, right? <laughs> so uh, last time we were here, we traveled to the Amber Temple um, with some giant cart action and shadows. There was a giant shadow uh, dragon, and we kind of find out his story. Uh, if you guys want to know more about that, go watch last episode. It was awesome, a lot of fun, and our players did great against him. Um you guys received some form of curse because you couldn't lift the skull. There was some discrepancy on that, and I would like to address that now. Uh, it, and I talked to Zach about this later in the week. I, uh, When I wrote the curse for the Shadow Dragon, I wrote it from the point of view of a dungeon master, which means that I listed all the associated effects. So when I went to reread it to my players, all of the cool secret stuff I had written was written for me. And there's a giant thing on there that says DM only, don't read to players. And then I panicked and I was like, oh God, I got to speed read this and explain it. So I didn't do a very good job. So we'll get to that when we start our game here. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of recap. So um, Zach, did you say we had news or anything? Uh, no. Or we, uh, we would love to be sponsored by you. Other oh, than actually, that. Wait, hang on. Oh, we yeah. do. I forgot. Uh, if you want to make a Hero Forge character, you can do so clicking that link in the description. It is the official affiliate link of Live and Let Dice. We are, I wouldn't say sponsored, but we are affiliated with Hero Forge. Make your character, send it to me, Z-A-C-K at collectingweekly.com. And if it's cool enough, we will add it into our campaign. Yes. Thank you, guys. And uh, if you want to be named after a character as well, um, put a name to that character. And we'll put them in there. So if you have any background lore or anything like that, we'd love to have it. Uh, we're kind of homebrewing as we go. Other than that, roll the intro, Zach. Hear ye, and get ye hype. For tonight's harrowing adventure takes place in the accursed land of Strahd. But fret ye not, though, as our tale is sure to have moments of levity. Provided by our all-star role players, and led by our story dungeon master, Cody J. Hay. Truly, from the bottom of all our hearts, we thank you for tuning in to Live and Let's Dice. All right, Zach, who we got in the chat tonight? Uh, so far, we have uh, Toy Mafia, Tukatri, Badfish, Abdulio, 
and Alvin J. Anyone know a cool spot to buy hot toys in the Bay Area? You may want to hit up Danny and Marco in the Patreon chat. I think they would be your best bets for that. But yeah, we got the normal normal group of guys here. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We're happy to have you. So, adventurers, we are standing atop the mountain right out front. The fog, or shadows, I should say, have been lifted from the Amber Temple. And before you stands the daunting doors of Amber. The darkness, as you guys had climbed up, I had kind of described to you guys that it was dark as kind of like a layer interaction with this creature. Uh, even though you are at the peak of a mountain in what should be the waning hours of daylight, and Barovia itself is kind of shadowy and foggy and you know, overcast, it's Portland, um, it's pitch black into the sky. So you don't really have like a great judge of time since you've been here. It is also currently snowing. Um, each of you has made an effort to remove the skull from the crater. Uh, at first, Dean, you had gone over and tried to lift it, um, seeing that there was kind of a pool of shadows on the ground. Being that you couldn't lift it by yourself, uh, you had asked for help from the rest of the group, and one by one, each of the five of you had touched it. Um, yeah. Kranglis, and I believe Marius, last week you guys were kind of the ones to succeed on those investigation checks or perception checks to figure out. As each of you had touched the skull, your name had appeared in writing, across the top of the skull. After five of you had touched it, it was able to be lifted. Um, and you realize that the hand that you had touched it with, there is like black, almost like ink, flowing through the veins of your arms as you load the skull onto your transport. Um, Brontosaurus Ozol, you get to go first. All right. Um... Being that we've uh, loaded this into the uh, the cart, I will choose to break concentration and become regular Ozol again. Okay. I will put my token on the board. That's fine. I'm going to move the cart here. There we go. I believe this means we have the full skull on the cart now, because we had come directly from the marsh to here. Actually, you have or, just or we this did, half. Yep, you or, guys dropped we it We did off. drop it off. Okay, I couldn't remember. That's all right. Uh, so, Ozo, you... Oh, go ahead, Mary. Sorry. I was going to say, I, I had also cast Gentle Repose on the skull uh, just before the session had ended to try and prevent any more uh, returning to the undead of the dragon. Yes. Um, yes, you did. So it it has done that. Okay, I, I was just curious because we 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 didn't uh, clarify if any of the effects from said curse were delayed because of it because you had listed all of those effects previously, like you mentioned. Uh, correct. So, other than the physical. Um, manifestation of these shadows entering your body. You guys have not really... It's not hurting you. You're not in any physical pain. In fact, the only reason you like realize it is because you've taken the time to look. Um, the skull is still magical. Uh, you guys could try and spend some time investigating that. Um, but other than that, all you kind of hear is just the low moan of the wind rolling across the fields. 
Well, I think we need to uh, be making our haste into the, the temple if we're going to continue. How is everyone feeling after that fight? Uh, Ozal will walk towards the group and typically he uses the staff more like um, kind of like a walking you know like a hiking pole I guess but now he's using it more as like almost like like a cane like putting a lot of weight on it and he'll say I've taken quite the beating my boy from the dragon and he's still shaking kind of in his in his hands a bit I'm feeling pretty good, but I am pretty tired. Say, so, I am quite concerned with this darkness that seems to be growing on my hand. Um, I think the skull has something quite significant to do with it, as that's what uh, touched it. And this spot here where the skull was laying... Do we wish to continue into the temple then, like I suggested, or should we try and take the skull back to Argonvast, Holt, before we continue anywhere else? Let's say everyone else. I think we do need to continue our journey forward into the temple. I will need some healing. Um, what was all? As you kind of slink back into your normal form your physical body kind of shaking Marius pointing out this uh, whatever manifestation is happening I need you to make a constitution saving throw as you uh, tell the group to continue okay uh, let's see uh, 20 I'm not sure why I did advantage though. oh there you go um, for just a moment as you put weight on your staff the shaking in your body causes you to shift and you feel like you're about to fall over but are able to catch yourself with your cane as you break out in a sweat across your forehead. It's almost as if your... I'm sorry, I said cane, I meant staff. Your staff feels twice as heavy as it normally would. Oh no. Do you need Um, medical attention? Yes, Kringlis, please. Do I think this is related to the um, the shadow curse? Uh, you are unsure. Okay. Uh, well, I guess I will uh, await medical aid. Yeah. Craigless, if you want to roll um, a medicine check, you can. Uh, Rudolph will walk over as well and kind of... I'm a doctor. Kind of take a look at you here. <laughs> Twenty-five from Van Richten. Fifteen. What's up, Brenton? Um, yeah, you guys kind of look Ozal over, um, head to toe. Van Richten's kind of taking your pulse, both on your wrist and at your neck. Uh, kind of looking through your eyes to see if there's any, you know, like bloodshot, if there's any open wounds, that kind of thing. After a full medical inspection from Van Richten and a full scan from Kringlis. Uh, they can't find out anything physically wrong. Um, looking through, you know, making an Arcana check. Um, Van Richten also rolled a 14 on my side here. Um, 
doesn't see anything magically wrong with you, but uh, is unsure as to what the cause of this weakness is. Okay. Um, is it possible to cast identifying yourself? <laughs> sure. I guess. Uh, yeah. Why not? I mean, okay, you have Magnus. I'll... I guess kind of we've kind of flavored it that it's his like yeah. en- encyclopedic knowledge. Yeah. Okay. Um, I will ritual cast identify to see if maybe this uh, skull curse is doing this. So. Um, you choose one object that you must touch throughout the casting of the spell. I guess in this case, maybe the staff, because you said it feels twice as heavy. Okay. Um, and I will see if there's any spells affecting the item and what they are. Sorry, I was taking a drink of water. Um, yes, you cast it. The gem on your staff kind of makes that police siren light glowing from bright blue where your magic is being infused into the staff to the bright red of Magnus's insight of this locust genii that lives inside this crystal uh, your eyes take on that second kind of one blue one red and it creates this feedback loop on yourself you kind of doing a self scan on it uh, you hear Magnus's voice kind of almost as if he's standing behind you talking to you uh, and he says who's all it appears you have been stuck in this plane too long. Whatever portal that has brought you to Barovia, for whatever reason, is creating a time displacement. Your body is now feeding the crystal. If you stay here any longer, you will start to suffer the effects of a time displacement. And then, the spell ends. Is this heard by the group, or is this just within my my own? That head? is just your knowledge. Okay. Well, I will uh, stand as tall as I can and uh, ask the group if they would like to proceed uh, into the temple or rest. Rest would be highly recommended. Uh, Van Richten says, we, we do have the cart. It is a formidable fortress. Uh, Alucard and I can stay out here and mind the skull in the cart itself if something happens. If you guys would like to take a short rest or maybe perhaps an extended one, um, I would not dally too long. For we do not know what the holy symbol of Ravenkind is or how much time we have before others come looking now that the Guardian has been destroyed. Perhaps just a few hours of rest. Or at least a long rest. Yeah, I'm off so for rest. You guys have already long rested today. Um, oh shit. What I will say, I will allow Kringlis. Put our stats kind of, back. Yeah, so you can either take a short rest. And then you'd have one short less ref left, well, reft, um, for the day. Or, since you guys just had a big battle and you guys have kind of lost track of time, being that there is no ambient light, it is just darkness up here, you could burn one, and I already told you guys this, of your three days, now extended by Max's spell of gentle repose, so the dragon cannot reform. Was it for a week, Max? 
Mm, let I think me it was pull 10 days. the spell deck up. I believe it is 10. Okay. So burning one of your 13 total days. 10 days. Before the dragon. Oh, 10 days. Okay, so 3 from the skull, 10 from your spell. Um, so you have 13 days to get the skull out of here before the dragon reforms. I kind of leaked that at the end of last episode, so I'm just going to say it's knowledge somehow that someone has pointed out. Okay? I think, I think cool. that's not a bad idea. Alright, go ahead and take your long rests, heal up, get your spells back, and I will present you with your options. Zach, what I will have you do... Um, those of you who have any time-sensitive spells, so if you want to summon a familiar, uh, craft a potions, Kringlis, I believe you asked me that before the episode started, we can do that quickly. Um, yeah. Burn, if you have spells left that you want to resummon Trundle, he's not going to be super helpful in the dungeon, but it would be another animal you could tie to the cart if you wanted to, in case Van Richten needs to, you know, GTFO. Yeah, I have one spell slot left. Okay, do you um, know what, le- what level? It was first level. Okay. So, Trundle is a second level spell, unfortunately. Oh, shit. But, and in, in this dungeon that we're heading into, it's not going to be super helpful to you. I will also have at least two of you um, who aren't doing a downtime task uh, make a perception check as the fog has, li- or the shadows have lifted off of here. And you guys kind of have a better sense of where the temple is and what's happening. Um, real oh shit, sorry. Real quick, um, before we, thank you. Before we begin the long rest, I'll take a look at the watch and make note of the time. Uh, yes, it appears to be six p.m., which is strange because when you guys came up here, it was noon. So six hours have passed in the span of this fight. Okay, perfect. I just want to make note in case we're here for a while, and you know we're not gonna be able to use the sun to gauge the time. Mm-hmm. Um, Dean. With 14, since you're kind of hanging out, taking a rest on your watch yeah. rotation, you notice from the top left um, the flickering of fire. It's like you're going to want to zoom pretty far out, bud. Oh, sorry. Sorry. You're good. Uh, the flickering of fire and shadows, as if there's an, a flame or an encampment of some kind with people walking past. You can't make out any sound due to the uh, wind that's kind of rushing through this valley. Uh, and Van Richten does make a note that we should we should pull the cart to the east side of the Amber Temple. Um, that way it's not in the main path. And perhaps I could try and conceal it. Smart. We will do that. Okay. And I, I let everybody else know there's some fuckery going on over here to the west. There seems to be some sort of fuckery happening. What sorcery <laughs> is this? <laughs> yeah, basically. <the laughs> oh shit! The whole map shifted. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm fixing it. I'm oh, okay. To, uh, I'm just gonna bring this to the token layer so I don't fuck it up. Okay. Uh, you guys spend time doing the cart. Who is doing what during downtime? Uh, Max, let's start with you. <clears throat> So, we determined we're just doing a short rest? Uh, long, long rest, rest. I believe, was the consensus. Okay, okay sorry. Okay. Uh, during a long rest, I'm going to be focusing on kind of changing out some of my spells. I'm going to have an attempt at a uh, remove curse spell. Potentially oh. once we're done with the uh, with the long rest. 
and see how that works with the uh, <coughs> the changeover of uh, resting or, or whenever I can have that prepared and see what it does to the darkness on my hand. But otherwise, uh, I'd like to keep watch. Okay. Uh, go ahead and move yourselves over towards the cart, if you wouldn't mind. Uh, top right, or I'm sorry, middle right, Zach, or just to your right on the screen, if you follow the wall. It's kind of in the alcove over here next to the cliff and the edge of the Amber Temple. Uh, remove curse. Max, you... When are you casting this? This is very important. Are you casting it towards the beginning, the middle, or the end of your rest? Oh, I'd have to... I, I don't have it prepared for the day, so I'd have to wait until after we've completed the rest before I could prep that spell and then attempt it. Okay. So I will... I will come back to you since you are currently doing that. We'll finish up anyone else's downtime, and that'll be the lead-in to our next day. Uh, in the meantime, I'll have you roll me... A D20 and a D100. And then we'll talk about what that means for you. For me to roll it? Yep. Okay. A D20, D100 coming your way. A 5 on the D20 and a 78 on the D100. Perfect. Uh, Kringlis, what are you doing in your downtime? Well, let me let me ask the group here. Uh, do you think we need any more kind of healing potions, or I don't think we can have too many, Kringlis. Okay, then in that case, um, I'd like to I don't know I guess roll some dice, see what I can cook up. Um, yes, roll me one d one hundred to start with. Sixty-nine. Sixty-nine. And a D4. A two? Two. Uh, you are able to make two common healing potions, which are 2D4 plus two. Perfect. Ozal? Uh, during the downtime, Ozal will be um, basically resting in bed. Again, he's feeling very weak, very shaky. Doesn't feel particularly well. So, um, yeah, just resting. Uh, Vor will be resummoned uh, using the ritual uh, Find Familiar as a flying snake. Okay. And that'll be what I'll be doing. Perfect. Um, Kringlis, are you keeping your cannon alive? Or do you want to dismiss it for the day and resummon it as a hand cannon? Or do you want to keep it in turret mode? Um, well, I'll go ahead and dismiss this one. Uh, I think it only lasts for an hour anyway. So it probably disappeared a long time ago. <laughs> okay. Before we go into the castle, though, I'll go ahead and resummon it as a tiny handheld cannon. Perfect. 
Um, and if you need the stats, right under your character on your tab, there it says uh, Eldritch Cannon. If you want to pull it up as a second tab, you can just roll straight off of that because it has all the stats on there for you. Um, uh, it's called Eldritch Cannon, Cannon, right under your character. Uh, it'll, I'm sorry, it'll be on the right-hand side under Players tab in Roll20, like where you pull your character onto the board. Okay. Max, we're going to hop back to you here. You cast... You said Detect Magic or Dispel Magic? Or, I'm sorry, Remove Curse. Remove Remove Curse. curse. So... Uh, at, the, at your touch, all curses affecting one creature or object end. If the object is a cursed magic item, its curse remains, but the spell breaks its owner attunement to the object so it can be removed or discarded. Something very interesting happens when you do this. Um, give, me, give me an intelligence saving throw as well, so I can explain a little bit as well. This probably won't go well. Intelligence saving throw. And nine. That's okay. Um, Nine is enough for you to glean what is happening. You feel like one of three things happens. Uh, A, you definitely can tell that this is a curse. B, the curse is not removed. And C, you sense there are more parts to this puzzle that need to be constructed in such a way for this curse to be lifted. As your brain is processing that, you are inflicted with short-term madness. Roll me a d4, please. For the next two hours, you roll a 70, or sorry, 69. No, that's Kringless. I rolled a 78 on my d1. 78, excuse me, thank you. Uh, 78... You have a fear of any source of fire for the next two hours. Whether it be magical or non-magical, it inflicts you with fear. Okay. I can work with that. Okay. With that, your rest is over. Um, there are two entrances into the Amber Temple. Uh, entrance A is the closest one, and entrance B, Dean, was kind of that rock outcrop where you saw the shadows moving through, uh, during your, or before your long rest as you guys are kind of moving the cart out. Okay. Would you guys like to go through entrance A or B, or scout either? <laughs> Fuck, we don't have stole us. Um... <clears throat> Oh, Marius has wings. Can Marius kind of scout and, like, see which way is maybe less... Vor can scout as well. Yeah, but Vor doesn't speak English. I can have an ability where I could see through Vor's eyes and hear through his ears. Well, either one. Whoever wants to scout and see which way is less uh, aggressive. Of course. You, um... Marius or... Ozal, who would like to do it, or both? It doesn't matter. Um, the only thing with Vor, I think it's limited to like a mile or something like that. 
Yeah. Well, each of these squares is 10 feet, so you're, I mean, he can fly all the way across. No worries. Okay. Um, I can send Vorin. That's fine. Okay. Um, uh, real quick, Cody. I'm sorry. Do you want me to reroll Portent for you? Yes, it's a new day. For anyone who has okay. daily things. Oh, Max. I forgot to mention one thing. 13 and 18. 13 and 18. Thank you. As you are... Actually, I need the whole group to give me a perception check before you start moving out. <clears throat> you want another perception check? Yep, the whole group, because this pertains to your, your shadow curse. Uh, whoa, we oh, got some... Oh, shit. 18 for Ozal. 26 for Marius. 10 was the threshold of what I was looking for. No, um, no. That's all right. Uh, Burn, you're just worried about your environment around you. Right. Zachary. Yes. You know, I'm sorry, Ozol. Oh. Kyle and Ben got a natural one. Okay. Um, actually, I'm going to start at the top of the bottom. Marius, as you were putting on your shield for the day, getting ready to head out on this great adventure into the Amber Temple, you noticed that this, this curse has moved up your arm to your fingers all the way across, and as you touch your shield... It's almost as if it breaks out in black veins that wrap around your shield. The same can be said for Ozal, Zach, your cloak of protection as you are straightening up for the day. The same thing happens. Kranglis, um, as you are packing up your alchemy kit, your jug, as you touch it, is enwrapped with these black tendrils. Um, Mark and Dean, neither of you realize what is happening. Wow. Okay. Okay. Um, Vor flies across as he sets out. Um, the road kind of leading up to the Amber Temple has these six alcoves of these great statues of wizards on them. Um, the front of these structures is 50 feet high. Uh, each of the statues is on a precipice, and the statue itself rises to a height of 20 feet. You're going the wrong way, my guy. <laughs> um, I should each, be going? Uh, to the left. They go three statues over. Uh, each statue is carved from a single block of amber and depicts a faceless hooded figure uh, with its hands pressed together in a gesture of prayer. Um between the innermost statues is a 20-foot tall archway with a staircase leading down. Uh, remember, each of these squares is 10 feet, so those squares that you are walking through is actually that full, you know, 20 feet wide and um, 20 feet tall. At the um, risk of spoiling what should not be spoiled, do you want to move Vor, I guess, where he can go? You can I go can wherever you'd like to go. Oh, okay. Um... Straight is going to be your path of, of, I would say, probably stop there. Uh, as you are looking through Vor's eyes, you fly down and through. Are you stealthing at all with this creature, or are you just flying as if it was a being meant to be here? Uh, let me double check. I think he may have advantage on stealth. Um, I thought he did. Yeah, I'll be stealthing. And right, uh, he has blindsight, so he should be able to see. Yes, blindsight of 30 feet? or Ten, 60. ten feet? Ten feet. Um, I don't have stealth on this sheet. Which one correlates to so stealth? dexterity. 
decks. Okay. If you're not proficient within it, just the flat roll of whatever you get. 16, 16 for stealth. Uh, you're moving at half speed. As Vor kind of flies in, uh, you can see this vast cavernous space. Um, it, uh, four black marble columns support this vaulted ceiling of the temple, at the north end of which stands a 40-foot-tall statue of a cowled figure with flowing robes. The statue's stony hands are outstretched as if in the midst of casting a spell. Its face is a void of utter blackness. Um, are you flying that close, or are you just staying up at, um, on the precipice out of curiosity? Or are you just doing that so you can see the room for the viewers? Yeah, for the viewers. Okay, perfect. I'll have you pause there then. Okay. Uh, the Amish statues... While, oh, go ahead. While yep. this is happening, Ozal's sort of like using his quill and paper to kind of sketch out a map. Like, he can't see the map, but kind of just like as Vor's moving, sketching out yes. landmarks. Um, you actually descend down. Um, this So, X4. Uh, I don't typically put the token markers on the map, but I'm going to this time. Um, okay. So that you guys can kind of see where I'm talking about, because the Amber Temple is huge. It's a really, really big place, and it might get a little bit confusing if I'm saying, "Oh, like this area." Uh, so X5 is that giant statue. Um, mm. You have actually flown down to another part of the map oh, as you fly in. So there's a precipice with these stairs leading down. As you fly down, you see the ominous statue. Um, it's kind of standing between these two mar marble balconies, one of which has partially fallen, which is the one to the left. Yep, okay. right up there. Um, and collapsed to the ground. Uh, the other one to the right seems to have some doors leading out to some other directions. Um, go ahead and give me a perception check. Okay, with Vor stats? Yes. is wisdom 16 um, you can see that towards the upper part of the balcony are these little slits um, it takes you a second to process them as you realize that they are arrow slits uh, for archers um, by that you mean like a place to shoot from or like slits like they're Correct. arrows on the wall Nope. Okay. As if, um, kind of like in medieval times, if you had like a killing area for oh, like I see. a castle siege, yep. Okay. Archers would actually use these. They're like three feet tall uh, yeah, by about a yeah, foot wide. Yep. Yeah. And you can stick a crossbow or a bow through and shoot down on people, okay. uh, which kind of adds to the danger. How far oh. do you want to go with Vor before bringing the group in? Um, I mean, you said the temple's huge, so I mean, I, I feel like this might be far enough. I, I guess I'll ask. Mm -hmm the group if they'd like to go further or if this is good enough. Kind of showing them the map that I have drawn. Hmm. It looks I mean, clear. What, what more does it hurt to uh, continue to view around if, if Vor is able to fly further in? It's not any any hurt. You can continue viewing. Yeah. And I'll make mention on the map of the uh, slits for the archers, and then okay. the damaged, um, I guess, the balcony. So mm -hmm. um, I'll continue flying. I guess where can I go from here? Um, you could potentially go straight up to uh, X23, which I'll put on the map, which is the crumbled balcony. 
Um, okay, so up here. Yep. As you fly from X4 to X23 on this map, so from one precipice to the other, I need Vord to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Uh-oh. Let's see. Dex saving throw. And this probably would happen somewhere in the middle as you cross down the stairs. 22? 22. Uh, a bolt of lightning strikes Vor, dealing half damage. Uh, 22 points of damage as you cross across. That's halved. Um, as Vor dies, the last thing you see is that the bolt of lightning was actually discharged from the statue. Spooky. So that's one entrance. Uh, the second one is six statues down, and there's like an alcove. Uh, I will make mention of that to the group that the statue may shoot us with lightning bolts. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's it. That's all I got. Well, um, I guess that means now we must go in. No more scouting. I agree. You got Williams go scout. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Marius. Lighten up and nudge him on the shoulder. I don't care to be turned into a roasted uh, bird. I wouldn't let that happen to you, buddy. Um, For simplicity's sake, I'm going to have you guys roll initiative. Okay, my uh, initiative... Always sucks. Let me see. Hold on. Let me go click my tokens. I don't fuck this up. <laughs> Krangulus got a one, <laughs> which became a four point. <laughs> oh, fuck six. My initiative always sucks. Marius got an eighteen. I'm gonna hit descending order here. Oh wait. And Caliban also got a one that was a seven. Okay. Um as you guys descend down the gangplank of the battle cart, uh Van Richten kinda sends you off with a, a salute. Uh he will raise the gangplank and begin to kind of cast a spell in the air. As he does that, and you're walking away. The whole area is obscured with mist. Wow. I will bid him adieu. Why is there always mist? <laughs> you, Burn, think that it is just a simple way of hiding the cart from sight. Um, uh, being less of a target, it kind of envelops the whole alcove over there, making it look kind of like a cloud, actually. Um... If you guys want to move yourselves to X1, which is the middle, in whatever marching order you prefer. All right. You had mentioned that there was some other passageway to go in? Correct. Yep, uh, that would be further down. You actually see it now. Uh, even though it's kind of dark, the same thing all the way to the left. Um, over this way? Over here, yep. There is maybe a secondary we, passage, potentially. Maybe we should go and check that way. 
scouting mission? I maybe not scouting, but just as a group, let's go and check out that direction if there is another entrance. Okay. Just ping where you want me to be. Yep. I will have you guys stop at the closest statue to there and then roll stealth if that's something you guys want to do if you're proceeding quietly. I don't see why we would not. Ozal got a 14 for stealth. Stealth service. Oh! I got a nat one. <laughs> oh no! Okay. Um, Burn, I will put you over. I'm assuming you're leading Burn. Yeah, everyone's, everyone's behind me. Okay. Uh, Burn, you trip and fall. <laughs> uh, clinging across the ground. Probably let out a, a slew of curses as your team reminds you that we're sneaking. Great uh, Gorka Morka! I will... How dare you, Gringlas! <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, Marius Rodari, you too uh, kick like a loose rock as you see Burn go down, and that clangs off his armor and goes flying kind of off into the uh, uh, X1A area. The shadows begin to say, whoa, whoa, whoa. you can hear some voices kind of over the wind. What was that? Uh, as you hear people beginning to stir from a distant chamber. Uh, it's kind of almost echoing uh, as if there's a hallway or something. Um, but yeah. Abdulio says, fool of a took. <laughs> <laughs> Next time, throw yourself in. Uh, you, let's see. Who would like to proceed and or how? Um, you said they're people or they're shadows? Uh, so it's almost like firelight that is being displaced and you can see like uh, as someone, like, if you're looking at a campground from a distance, the flicker of the fire, you know, like, off the trees, or in this case, it would be off the stone walls, you can make out the movement of people walking across the firelight. Uh, so, yes, it would be some sort of shadow that is kind of being displaced as you hear people kind of moving. Um, does that help? <clears throat> yes. Since I'm at the beginning of the initiative order, I, I can go first. I'll, I'll step around the corner and kind of peer further down with my extended night vision and higher armor class. Of course. So I'll make sure I keep my shield ready and uh, step on forward to about, uh, let's see, these are 10 foot squares if I remember correctly. So 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 to about here. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, Ozal, will you bring Vor over just for, or um, like maybe the owl onto the board since you're not using Vor and put an X through him? So, the, yeah, there we go. Now everybody can see. Um, yes. As you are walking across, you can see there's rubble, almost as if this area has collapsed on this side of the temple. Um, in the, in between the mountain and this kind of 
white marble with amber accented wall is a fissure that runs through the walls. Uh, you can hear uh, kind of people being roused uh, and, and potentially kind of walking around. Um, they don't seem to be coming out through the fissure, but they definitely heard some sort of noise. If you would like to take a peek through the fissure, it is a tight space, so it's considered a squeeze by the rules in Dungeons and Dragons, which means that you can only move at half speed through here. And if you're a large creature, you cannot fit. Um, well, I, this is as far as I could move in, in said initiative order. Did you want to let the others move forward as well? Yep, I was just giving the available information I had. Cool, thank you. Of course. Um, um, next, Ozo. Yeah, I'll move up uh, 10, 20, 30, 40, and then dash to here behind uh, Marius. Okay. You make out the same thing. Um, you can't quite see all the way through the fissure, but you can definitely make out that there is something or a, a group of something on the other side. Okay, I'll relay that information to Burn and uh, Krangulus and Caliban. All right. Caliban's next, uh, however you want to do that. Uh, Max, are you playing Caliban tonight? Yes. Yes, I am. So I'll move him as well. He's a bit faster foot, with a 40-foot speed, so he can go 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, up to there, and start working his way in there. <clears throat> okay, are you attempting to send Caliban all the way through? Or you can uh, get that, a closer look of the room beyond. That's as far as he could go, and he he would try and continue to peer through this fissure. All right. Uh, as Caliban looks through, go ahead and give me just a what is Caliban's passive perception? Actually, uh, Caliban's passive perception is a fourteen. Okay. Uh, he can make out the large shape of a wolf that currently seems to be pacing the room. Uh, and he can make out at least two other figures that seem to look like um, tribesmen or barbarians of some kind. Um, yeah. Okay. Burn, you are prone. Sorry. Um, Do you need assistance? Okay. Help me out, Gringos. Acknowledged. Uh, so I stand up. Uh, and then I will move, um, I guess around this corner, uh, right behind where Caliban is. Can I move over here? Like right here? Um, 5, 10, or I'm sorry, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60. You could move right behind Caliban if you use your whole action to dash. Uh, no, I'm going to stop here, and then I'm going to uh, cast um, Shield of Faith. No. Uh, where'd it go? Shield of Faith. Brings my uh, armor class to 21, I think. Oh, 22, sorry. Right. Uh, go ahead and note that on your character sheet if you wouldn't mind. 
Uh, which you have. Thank you. Yeah. I had and... forgot to take it off from the last fight, so I just left it. Oh, nice. There you go. I'm going to put the shield symbol up, and it lasts how long? Ten minutes. So, 100 rounds. I will let you know when that time is kind of up, I guess. Um, Were you guys just going for it, huh? Yeah, there's definitely people like right up the right up the hill. It looks like so. You're just gonna like squeeze in there. All right, um, Kringlis, you are next. Okay, uh, Kringlis is gonna keep his own shield up because I forgot I had one of those. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna move him. A little closer to the group. About right here. Oh, I have to slide this down. Okay, what are we what are we doing here? <laughs> are we actually gonna go in? Yep. Sorry, okay. I am rolling initiative, so I am making sure all my boys here are ready to go because it sounds like y'all are just going for it which I I appreciate more than you could ever know good adventures mm. descending okay uh, da, 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 da. Kringlis okay uh, you move up Kringlis and you see the group pausing um, you begin to hear uh, unless there's anything else in your turn that you want to do to prepare for whatever's coming? Yeah, I guess I could uh, prepare a, um, a spell, maybe? With my hand-sized Eldritch Cannon, just in case I need to use one. Okay. You do that. Okay. Um, the firelight flickers... Uh, as these kind of torches illuminate the wall, uh, you can hear men uh, being roused, saying, wake up. We have people on the perimeter. Uh, and you hear the sounds of people getting ready. Marius. Wait, there's actual people inside there, not the strange creatures? There is... Caliban reported seeing one strange creature, something that looked like a giant wolf. Hello in there! Uh, we are a group of adventurers coming Morris. to explore this place. Who might you be? Um... And he'll you hear... Oh yeah, go ahead. You're just go ahead and finish what you're going to say then. Sorry, I'm going to cut you off. No, that's it. I, but he was going to move forward a bit more. Um, yes. That was their answer, was yes? No, sorry, I'm, I am reading, so... Yes. The Amber Temple is huge, and I have my guide up, and I'm just making sure that I'm, I'm preparing my roleplay for, for a response. Uh, you hear drums in the deep. And uh, a single female voice that cuts through back to yours, Marius. It says, 
I am hella way hella way hell way Yep, there we go. Dungeon Master trying to sound stuff out. I apologize, audio listeners. Uh, strong arm of the mountain. Identify yourself. Adventurer. I am Marius Rudari and some uh, and uh, his fellow compatriots. Uh, the dire wolf on the other side begins to snarl at your response of your voice as soon as you say it. Um, and she says, Is that so? Bring me his head. Roll initiative. Well, we already did that. We're in combat now. Um, top of the order. Yeah, that that response, uh, I will most certainly continue with uh, <laughs> preparing <laughs> to uh, f- attack anyone that tries to squeeze through this little tunnel. Uh, already my sword on this side of the tunnel. Alrighty. With that, the berserkers go. Particularly a booming blade, if anyone comes through the tunnel. You hear the howling of wolves uh, in unison as the berserkers' bones on the other side of the wall. You can hear them grinding and twisting as they begin to transform into werewolves. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. I love Um, this. And they will take up positions on the inside, being that they have the fortified position. This is the dungeon master talking. um, They are going to defend, knowing the weakness of a chokehold. So they will kind of just post up, and you hear drums (laughs) and the words of two arms um, as they begin to move. So dash. He's also going to dash. And it's not her turn yet. Um, A couple of them will have held actions, Marius. Just for your knowledge. Uh, The ones who did not move. The other ones will stay posted. Your turn, Marius. That was my turn. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, The dire wolf will go. Uh, It begins to kind of snarl, and it will move to take up a defensive position as well. Ozol. Okay. Uh, I will go 10, 20, 30. Um, Can I see through this... um, Like, can I see through to the other side? Yes, what you can see on the map is what you can see. Okay, can you describe the um, this room for me? What I can see from my vantage point? Uh, yes, you can see flickering torches along the wall that are made of fire. Uh, bed rolls on the ground, kind of some strewn debris. Uh, zoom out just a little bit on your screen. And yeah, that's pretty much what you can see. You can make out the bed rolls. Um, had you been a turn earlier, you would have been able to see... 
one other person. I will say Kalimban, being that he's been here the longest, was able to make out at least three people. The dire wolf, and then a female voice from somewhere. Um, am I able to judge how tall the ceiling is in this in this room? Not quite. The fissure itself is, it kind of gets tapers to get smaller as it gets closer. Uh, and you assume that the roof is probably higher than what you can see on the other side. This narrow passageway stands 15 feet tall, uh, to say the least. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> me. Educated guess, at least 20, maybe 25 feet, based on how tall the other entrances are, uh, like from X1 slash X2, the stairs that you flew through. Um... Hmm, okay. Um, let's see, 10, 20. Uh, what I want to do is cast web on this point here. Okay. So that should hit 10, 20, 10, 20. I guess if there's 20 this way. And I'll anchor it to these points here on the... Uh, the entrance of the alcove. I just don't want people hitting us as we're walking through. Um, okay, so you're casting. It's also it. flammable. So there. Oh, you can't see that, can you? Uh, um, actually, oh, these are ten foot squares, right? So this this correct. doesn't work, right? Yeah, it would be literally four by four, if it's a twenty foot square. Okay. Um. <sighs> Not there, then, I guess. Okay. Because we need to be able to get through. But I don't think this little blue arrow's giving me the right information. I guess I'll cast it on this side of the door. I guess. I'd, like here. Or I guess here. We could see through here. I think you have to see. Slide over one square and see if that shifts your point of view. 30, 40, uh, 50. Like right I can here. cast it to here because it's 60 feet. Oh, okay. Perfect. And then right I'll anchor here. it to the walls here. Okay. So basically, uh, anything to the left of the entrance would be web for that twenty feet. Okay. Cube. And uh, let me subtract the spell slot. And then, um, that's gonna be. I guess. Can I hold the telekinetic, the bonus action? Yes. Okay, so what I will do is if anyone enters in, like attempts to enter through this uh, channel here, I'm going to push them into the web. Okay. And that'll be my turn. You cast web, and it's a a 20-foot square, correct? Will you link the spell? I'm sorry. Just to make sure I have it. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I did. Nope, you're good. Uh, Yeah, so web says a point of your choice within range, uh, in this case 60 feet. Oh, boy. Checking. Um, you conjure a mass of thick, sticky webbing at a point of your choice within range. The webs fill a 20-foot cube from that point for the duration, in this case 10 minutes. The webs are difficult terrain and lightly obscure the area. Um, if the webs aren't anchored between two solid masses, in this case the walls of this uh, thing here, uh, they collapse on themselves and the spell ends at the start of your next turn. Webs layered over a flat surface have a depth of 5 feet. Each creature that starts its turn in the webs or enters or that enters them during its turn must make a deck saving throw. On a failed save, the creature is restrained as long as it remains on the webs or until it breaks free. A creature restrained by the webs can use its action to make a strength check against your spell save DC. If it succeeds, it is no longer restrained. The webs are flammable 
Any five feet foot cube of webs exposed to fire burns away in one round dealing 2d4 fire damage to any creature that starts its turn in the fire so a little bit of a defensive spell kind of give our boys a way to get in somewhat safely and then also uh, uses up their actions to get out of the webs if, if I manage to web anybody blindly I guess okay understood um, as it stands currently I'll give you this one for free. You did not hit anyone with the web, but it is placed pretty strategically. Okie dokie. Good work, man. That's all that matters, baby. All right, man. Uh, Caliban. That would be Caliban. He... Does he want to go forward in... Because it's what, double or half movement speed to get it's in? It's half speed, yep. So one, two, he would only be able to get to there. With a single move, and then what's... 20, 40, yeah. And he, I don't think he can attack can't. if he's squeezing. Or he has to use a one-handed weapon. I have to pull the rules for that, I don't remember. Yeah. I'll, I'll pull up squeezing real quick. I really Makes like this set up here. I like it a lot, to be honest. What is it's different? Squeezing. While squeezing through a space, a creature must spend one extra foot of movement in the area. It's rather to move. It has disadvantage on attack rolls and dexterity saving throws. Attack rolls against the creature have advantage while in the smaller space. Creatures without... Disadvantage on attack rolls and dexterity saving throws. Without amorphous features are not governed by this rule. Oh man, you guys should have played Goopy Boys from the new rules. Sorry, guys. Right. You know who was a Goopy Boy? Oh, stole loss. Rip stole loss. I need sad music on here. <laughs> right. Uh, okay. And then. that's all he can do because he's not going to dash through and jump into the fray immediately. This is probably a smart idea. Cody, yeah. may I ask a question in the interest of fair play? You may. Um, typically, at least in Western media, werewolves are kind of dinguses. They don't really have uh, thought. They're kind of just animals. Would the cunning that you are presenting here be meta, or would that be accurate to how these werewolves would behave? I would say this. These? Not that I'm not that I have a problem with what you're doing. I think it's no, fucking no. fantastic, but I'm just curious. It is a very fair question because uh, I, I might have other things I want to do, but I need to know how. I guess I'm asking how smart these are if they're making tactical decisions in werewolf form. Uh, give me an intelligence check. Let me. Yeah, I want to see how much information I can give out. So what, what do you know about werewolves? Uh, 14? 14, perfect. You know that werewolves possess a feral intelligence and are very cunning hunters and fighters. I see. Specifically in the land of Barovia, you also believe that they maintain the average intelligence of the average person. Okay, so, sort of like the were-ravens, like they're kind of not exactly. idiots. Exactly. Um, okay, thank you for On that. top of that, I'll give you some more information for free, you also know that... Um, the tribesmen who live in the mountains of Barovia have kind of been talked about here and there on our stream. 
and I would assume by both Kringlis, Stolos, and Ozal, who have been reading lots of books of lore, um, you know that the Feral Fighters do fight with pack tactics. So Okay. Yes. Wait, the spell? I also or? forgot to roll them initiative, so I'm going to put them at a one. Since The spell pack tactics? No. That's a rule, right? Or pack tactics, you mean like just tactics, tactics of a pack? Yes, they're they're group fighters. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Good question, though. Um, whose turn is it? Uh, Kalimban, the gladiator will go descending. Why is my berserker? Oh, because it's a werewolf now. Okay. Uh, next, next, next. Um, ten, twenty, thirty, forty. Uh, you hear the clanging of armor and the scraping of boots. Uh, I'm going to make a one-handed spear throw ranged at Kalimban. Uh, I'm going to make it at disadvantage because he is squeezing, which means that since the attacks, melee attacks are made, right? Melee attacks are made? Yeah, melee attacks are made. So this is a ranged attack, so it's going to be a disadvantage. Um, oh, it's already on there. Um, 15 to hit Kalimban while he is not raging. That it would miss him. His AC is 17. Perfect. It kind of gets stuck in the wall as you hear the gladiator curse. Uh, burn. Bringer of Dawn. The tides of battle rage. What will you yes. do? Um, I guess I'm just going to get in there. Go for it, okay? Okay, uh, 10, 20, 30. They're at 10 foot square, so everything's doubled. Okay. And if you're squeezing through, it takes twice as much movement. So 10, 20 to get to the mouth here. Okay. 25, 30 to move into the next square, which will kind of put you in the wall, but that's okay. Uh, because you you would be squeezing at that point, so you could okay. move to here. Alternatively, just to pose an idea in the interest of fair play, you don't have to go this direction or have this fight, being that you're trying to move into a fortified position. That's true. Um, Which occurs to burn, just as a side thought. It's up to you guys. As long as here, I'm sorry, Cody. Can you say that one more time? The side thought. Sorry, say again. You said as a side thought for the group. What was that one? Oh, it's a side thought based on Burns' battle experience and passive intelligence. It occurs to you that you are squeezing through a space to a fortified position. You don't necessarily have to go this way to take this fight, or you don't have to take this fight at all, right? It's up to you guys. But there is a secondary entrance into here. Um, From a tactical point of view. Just as a heads up. 
Is that something I can perceive? That is a thought that you have had. Me as the dungeon master has kind of thrown it out as an idea since you're kind of newer players. Is it like something not so obvious? Like like I have to step on a stone and like another door opens or something? No. You think, based on how big the Amber Temple is, being that you came all the way across the face of it, that this crack in the wall has occurred from the temple settling and that presumably based on how you can kind of see in the room there's probably another entrance to this chamber and that squeezing through a fortified position to fight someone who can just kind of gang fight you as you come in is not the most advantageous tactical move okay okay let me turn to my teammates guys is this something we want to do they have the upper hand they basically have the high ground we're going to be tripping all over each other getting in this room while they could just attack us I already used a spell slot I already used a spell slot too but it's good for you know 10 rounds it's good for 100 rounds 100 rounds so I'm good for a Do what you, I mean, whoever's turn it is, you decide what you want to do, and we'll all figure it out. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll post up behind Caliban if he needs help. I don't really have a spell already up, I don't think. I mean, you and me can go a different way, and they can handle it their way. Ooh, that's true. We could split up. Yeah, that never goes wrong. I think that means it might go wrong. <laughs> Abdulia, thank you for getting my Lord of the Rings comment uh, earlier. Uh, Drums of the Deep, it was a reference to Moria. Seemed kind of fitting. Yeah, you got that. Uh, yeah so Burn, if you if you have used your movement, you, know, you could dash back the other direction after you've presented your idea, your tactical analysis, if you will, and double back with Krangless. Alternatively, you could all disengage and remove yourselves from combat to seek a better tactical advantage. But from both Caliban and Burns' perspective, you think they're just going to hold this room, being that they have the advantage. They're not dumb. They are yeah. savage. I feel like dumb. I feel like this was the way to go. Right? A crack in the wall. No one's going to expect us to go in there. But Marius was like, hey, anybody friendly in there? <laughs> God. Hey, it was oh, diplomacy is always worth a try. You're not wrong. It just right now it's like whether we go on the front door or here, you know. I just my advice is to listen, listen to the paladin. Uh, that's my turn. Okay, Craigless. You have like a grenade Kringlis you could toss in there? Like a smoke grenade or something? If you hit the webs with fire, they will burn. Hey, wizard. <laughs> I he don't have any cells like that. Too bad you don't have a giant meteor you could throw and just nuke the whole room. I mean, I have fireball. I could nuke the whole room, too. Oh, there you go. Okay. Okay. Um... Yeah, I, I'm honestly not feeling attack in this room. Uh, but just in case, I am going to move closer in case something happens to somebody. 
I feel like this thing goes south real quick, so I'm just gonna move right here. And I will also maintain my uh, focus on a spell if I have to. I just prepare that. That'll mean my turn. Okay, uh, the werewolves get to go, followed by the berserkers. Um, they will do something you guys cannot see. Uh, the berserkers will go. Uh, you can't see them in the initiative order because the one that I did transformed into a werewolf. But I promise there are still a couple other berserkers in there. Uh, they will also use held actions and ready their attack, being that they have sensed the advantage. Which brings us back to Marius. Okay, Marius here has... Is he British now? A bottle of water? Oi. No. no. Oi. What you gotta do, yeah? You go in there. <laughs> I kind of want to just curse Burn so his voice changes. Sorry, Marius, it's your, it's your turn. Oh, that's fine. Do your thing. Go ahead. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> so I believe I'm just checking ranges here. We can I can see this gladiator now through the cracks. You can. Uh, he's six squares away. Mm-hmm. So that's 60 feet. Mm-hmm. That is within range of a sacred flame. Mm-hmm. So he needs to give me a... Why is it not clicking? There we go. He needs to give me a dexterity saving throw. Oh, uh, Marius. <clears throat> Two things. Let's talk about Sacred Flame and your fear of fire. Now, it is a flame-like radiance, but that is not my fear. I would say your fear probably is the torches on the wall that you can see. Which I'm going to say does what to you, Marius? What do you think is a fair... Would I get to make this at advantage? I'm not going in the room. True. This is not a, a spell that I... like. It's the creature making the saving throw, not me. Okay. Just curious. I thought I'd, you know, thought I'd bring it up. Dexterity. Saving throw. That is a 22, my guy. Cool. He takes no damage. And that's all I will do. Uh, the dire wolf will go. And hold its action. Um, actually, it's going to move. Okay. Um. all? Yo. Your turn, my guy. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna move 10, 20. And I will. Actually, let me double check. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Yeah. I'm going to cast Mind Sliver. Two damage. Jesus Christ. DC 17. That's going to be on the uh, this red guy here. The gladiator. Okay. Yeah. Um, DC 17 intelligence saving throw. Hey. 18. Wow. Well done. And that'll be my turn. Uh, the same same thing. Actually, I'm going to hold the um, the bonus action in the event that they attempt to move in. 
or attack us? Uh huh. Yeah. That'll be the end of my turn. Okay. Caliban. Caliban is going to bonus action rage. And then he's going to move 20, 40. Okay, when you get to here, I have a a held action that's going to go off after you finish your turn. You're good. Uh, From there, he still has his capability to attack. So he's going to do one attack on the werewolf, and then he is going to open up a breath attack and hit these two uh, creatures there. So first attack with Winter's Howl. It's going to be 27 to hit. Hits. Uh, It's going to be 13 slashing. Oh, actually, excuse me. Add... 15 slashing and 3 ice Okay. with a magical weapon and then the 2 in line to give a DC 15 strength saving or excuse me, dexterity saving throw oh, such poor rolls okay um, werewolf berserker, dexterity saving throws yep 5 Nice. And 11. They will both take four points of fire damage. Hey, hey. Take what we can get, right? Minus four. Minus four. Okay. Uh, I will use my... Is that your turn? Uh... That is his turn, yes. Okay. Um, The werewolf, with its held action, will go off here. He's going to make two attacks against you. uh, Bite and claws. Uh, Nine does not hit from the bite. Seventeen to hit. Ties the armor class. Okay, so it goes to me. Um... Dealing Cody, who's, who's, attack, who's attacking real quick? Uh, there's a werewolf to the top left, yellow dot, okay. uh, who has a held action. Okay, um, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, so you take four slashing damage since you're raging. Oh. I think... Yeah. Hold on. Yeah, okay, because they're not magical or anything like that. Um, and that uses his held action... Uh, this nice berserker over here is going to move up 10 feet and use his held action uh, to attack you twice. One, two. Oh, uh, armor's holding, baby. That's not an advantage because he's not in the full flank, neither of which hit. Um, and that uses his held action. So he makes two attacks with this giant great axe, which both kind of slide over your head. Um, think here. I think the only other person, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, that doesn't help me. Everyone else who has a held action will continue to hold their action until the time that it is ready to be used. Um, that's Caliban's turn. The gladiator will go. 
Uh, she will move up. Five, or 10, 20, 30. Right here. Uh, uh, on. It triggers my held action. Yes. Uh, so he will have a... She. Oh, sorry. She. Telekinetic says, um, you can try to telekinetically shove one creature you can see within 30 feet. Uh, in this case, the uh, gladiator. When you do so, the target must succeed on a strength saving throw, DC8, plus your proficiency bonus. In this case, it would be... Uh, 15. 5? Uh, it's made at advantage. Apologies. 15. Oh. Where's my proficiency bonus? Uh, you're... Pr- 3. Um, so 8, 11, plus 4. So that would be a fail. Okay. And she's pushed backwards? Uh, backwards into the webs. Uh, which I have to... Oh. Is there a save for web, or is it just difficult terrain? Uh, yeah, so web says... Um, sorry, let me pull this back up. Uh, web says the webs are difficult terrain and lightly obscure the area. Uh, let's see. Um, each creature that starts its turn in the webs or that enters them during its turn must make a dex saving throw. On a failed save, the creature is restrained as long as it remains in the webs or until it breaks free. A creature restrained by the webs can use its action to make a strength check against your spell save DC. Uh, if it succeeds, it is no longer restrained. Well, um... I guess I will use my action to make a strength check since I haven't used my whole action yet. Okay, um... 23. Uh, okay, so that'll be your action, so you will be free of the web. Okay. And that's all she can do. But hey, better than get Caliban attacks, you know what I'm saying? Burn, bringer of dawn. You cannot now. The one thing I will say, Ozal is in front of you, and due to the nature of the tight space, typically you can move through people. Um, I don't think this is a situation where you can squeeze past Ozal. Just as a heads up. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and wait. And when does Ozal go? He goes Many in a couple turns, turns later. Yeah. I'm gonna wait and see what Ozol does with these webs, so I'm gonna just stay right here. Okay, so you're holding your action to move then attack if Ozol moves out of the way? Yeah. Okay. I'll hit you with the, the yellow held action dot here. Just a two-handed slash whenever I get it. I'm not trying to use my smites yet. Hey, no worries, my guy. Cranglis. Crangle, crangle, crangle. I hate everything about this situation. Uh, yeah, me too, man. (laughs) (laughs) That was amazing. (laughs) You're not wrong. Um. (laughs) Now that song is stuck in my head. (laughs) (laughs) I am both Chris Kringle. Um, okay. I really don't have any way to attack in there, so I'm just stuck because Ozol's in the way anyway, so I'm just going to continue holding my action. 
Okay, Kranglis holds their action. You really don't have, like, grenades and stuff? Uh, I don't think I have grenades. Uh, Is that something the Kranglis can craft, uh, Cody? Is that, like, a thing in D&D? Oh, man. Uh, yes and no. Depends on the setting, right? Okay. Like firearms and black powder and that kind of thing. Yeah. I, I'm sure we could come up with some sort of magical infused grenade that has, like, an area of effect if, they, if we really wanted to. We'd have to sit down and probably talk about it, truth be told. Okay. Um, yeah, because I, I don't have it, anything in Craigless. my inventory that's, like, really a throwing what weapon. What do you have for spells, Craigless? For what? For spells? Spells? Um, I believe as the Artificer you have a couple spells, right? Let's take a look here. Uh, yeah, I've got... You could use Firebolt, firebolt. right? Um, yeah, but can I... Shoot something like that. There's such a narrow opening with someone in the way. Oh yeah, it's it's a ranged attack, totally. Okay. Uh, well, I guess I'll do that then. You and, can attack uh, the people you can see. Um, uh, let's try to get into a. Where's my sliding tool here? Um. Probably the Berserker. Looks like it crosses all the thresholds. That's and she seems to be the leader of the group. Um, now, if I if I attack her with the firebolt, um, is my Eldritch Cannon the one that I'm holding? Is that like, uh, do I just take that turn next? So the Eldritch Cannon only acts on its own turn if it is the Walking Cannon. I see. Um. You can use it as a quote-unquote hand cannon to make an attack if it's in gun mode, is what I'm going to call it. Uh, I will say the reason why I recommend Firebolt, though, is it does light anything flammable in the area of this creature on fire, which would then trigger Ozol's webs (laughs) to burn, causing additional damage to the character who's standing in the area of effect. Okay, gotcha. But it would destroy Ozol's web spell, I believe. Ozol? The um, only the it wouldn't destroy the whole web. It would destroy the way it reads is the webs are flammable. Any five foot cube of webs exposed to fire burns away in one round, dealing two d four damage to any creature that starts its turn in the fire. Okay, so I think it would just be like that little chunk would. would well, be I I will say, being that these are ten foot squares, right? It would take forty four damage and burn away since it's the map we're working with right now. I like them apples. All right, cool. Well, I guess in that case, uh, since I can no longer worry about setting someone on fire on accident, I'll cast Firebolt. <laughs> Do it on purpose. <laughs> through that channel and attempt to hit her. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll it. Uh, uh, 25 hits. 25. 25. Hell yeah. 11 uh, so fire damage. 11 fire damage. Also, if you want to roll me 44... Uh, 2d4, sorry. Uh, nope. No, it's 4 because oh, the squares are 10 feet. Oh, yep. I see. 9? Uh, you hear her scream, like a blood-curdling scream of anger and pain as the 10-foot space of webs around her ignites, um, just burning up her body and giving her 9 points of fire damage. I'll kill you! Um, all right. Brett noted. Uh, 
the Wolfensteins are going to go here. Uh, 10, 20, 30. So, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> I'm going to make a... Is it a Nazi joke? It is a Nazi joke, isn't it? Okay, so, that would trigger <laughs> my... 30. This guy would would have a... Uh, uh, the uh, telekinetic hit him. Uh, didn't you already use your held action on the nice lady? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I thought it was this different round. My bad. That's my bad. Nope. You're good, man. No worries. <laughs> I was just making sure I, I didn't cheat you there. I was going to say, not only are they wolves, werewolves, but they're Nazi werewolves? Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, uh, Caliban's going to get four attacks here, two bites, two claws. Um, I'm going to give one of that set advantage. One, two, 17, that's one hit. One, two, two misses, and then one, two. Uh, one hit. Holy cow, Caliban. Uh, for a total of... <laughs> For slashing damage, uh, the target is a humanoid. It must uh, succeed a DC 12 constitution saving throw or be cursed from the werewolf of lycanthropy. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, you take two slashing damage, Caliban, and I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Give me a second. I'm just double checking to see if he's immune to that with uh, anything from the barbarian. Although he already uses, you know, the spirit totems of the wolf. Right. It's kind of cool. You just choose to fail and take the curse and become a lycanthrope. I know, right? But then again, I don't know how Mark's going to take that. Mark, you in the chat anywhere? No, you're dealing with family family stuff. We love you, Mark. Sweet. So, Constitution saving throw coming your way. Nineteen. Damn. Okay. Uh, you sounded my so sad. <laughs> berserker boys are gonna go. Uh, five, ten. Or I'm sorry, ten, twenty, thirty. Uh, and this one sitting next to you is going to make. One attack at advantage. Boom, boom. Oh, 24 twice. Uh, we're going to take the first result since it hits for nine slashing. So he takes four slashing damage. Okay. <clears throat> Just put the tank in there. Chip him down two points at a time. Uh-huh. Get him. Uh, my dire wolf, uh, now that the berserker's turn is over, is going to use his health action. And he is going to move 10, 20, 30, 40 to here. Not that you can see him, I don't think. Oh, yeah, you can. Uh, to here. Right now. Yep. Okay. And Marius, it is your turn now. <clears throat> All right, Marius, let's see here. He can see a bit further down the hole now. I have been saving this spell as a domain spell for such a long time. It is time to cast Moonbeam. What is this? Alright, so second level casting of it. Alright, so a silvery beam of pale light shines down in a five foot radius. I'm going to draw this little uh, square real quick. 
move it around. <clears throat> and what it does is, is it's a five foot radius, a 40 foot cylinder, centered on a point within range until the spell ends, dim light fills the cylinder. When a creature enters the spell's area for the first time on a, on a turn or starts its turn, there is engulfed in a ghostly flame that causes searing pain and it must make a constitution saving throw. It takes 2d10 radiant damage on a failed save or half as much on a successful one. A shape changer makes its saving throw with disadvantage. If it fails, it also instantly reverts to its original form and cannot assume a different form until it leaves the spell's light. On each of your turns, after you cast the spell, you can use an action to move the beam up to 60 feet in any direction. So, uh, why did you, so? I shrink it down to five feet because it was a 10 foot square. The monsters are, I'm just gonna make it the same size as the square because that's how big the monsters are, everyone is. Sure. So it's the same, same sizing and I'm placing it directly on top of this werewolf here. Nice. <clears throat> So, um, uh, so when a creature enters the spell's turn or starts its turn okay so it's going to sit on top of that guy and so when he starts his turn he's going to have to make a constitution saving throw at disadvantage you got it <clears throat> beam is up uh, that is all I can do nice dude The dire wolf will go. He'll hold his action because he can't do anything or fit anywhere. So, huzzah! Huzzah! Fireball, baby! I'll move ten feet forward and then cast telekinetic on this lady to push her into this new set of webs. Uh, my only concern with that is that okay. you can't. <laughs> Because Cal where Caliban is standing, you would be in this. Wow, shit. Yeah. What do you mean? I guess you can. Hold on. Give me two seconds. Uh, I think it's going to be a little janky. Oh, come on. Oh, it's Alt. Alt. Shift. You're good. Alright, you move 10 feet forward. You cast Telekinetic. Whoa, I was moving 10 feet to here. I move from here to here. Right? Oh, sorry. I didn't realize that, yeah. that was... Yep. Shazam! Uh, DC 17 save. And hang on, before you roll... Um, I'm gonna... Well, actually no, because you still get your strength bonuses on that. Yeah, just go ahead and roll. 23. Okay, that's fine. Uh, let me just double check something real quick. I'm going to cast Fireball here at this point. Uh, can you put a square down for me? Or... Uh, I think I can. Actually, Let's see. hold on. What are the dimensions of Fireball? I forget off the top of my head. Uh, fireball is at level 3. Oh, that didn't do what I wanted it to do. Uh, let's see. 20-foot uh, radius sphere. Actually, let me double check. 10, 20, 10, 20, 10, 20, 10, 20. Yeah, I can hit pretty much everybody. I think except for this guy in the uh, bottom left corner. All right, go ahead and put this wherever you want it. Oh, wait, no, it's actually, it's one bigger. 
There you go. That should be the size of fireball. Uh, it should be... Let me double check right? here. The radius, so from the middle, so 10, 20. Because the square itself doesn't compass the corners, it's just a circle. Yeah, give me one second. Yeah, you're good. So it's actually a four foot, a four square ball. Oh, okay, a radius is the half to the half point. So it's a four by four. Now I feel dumb. I was like, I'm, I'm pretty sure I <laughs> didn't misplay that. No, you're yeah, good. so it'll. And you're casting it right here. No, you you said you have it in a correct stone. It needs to be four squares by four squares. Oh, even at the. T oh wait, hang on, time out. I'm sorry. It's twenty foot, right? That would be this. It's twenty foot oh. radius, which is hang half. on. Sorry, so I'm was, sorry. Uh, let me let me right. let me recalibrate this for two seconds. I was thinking these were um, five foot squares. Ten, twenty. Let me. I think it's actually. Let me uh, give me one second here. Oh my god, why can I not click this thing? Let's see, where would I hit the most people? Can you, can you move this fireball for a second? Of course. I can't see Oops. beneath it. Okay, Start so my square would have to be... How big, you said? Two by two? Let me just uh, draw this for a second. Oh, it is one bigger. I was right. There we go. Let's see. I could hit those three. Those three. There you go. There's your fireball template. From the middle. It's 20 feet out. Oh, yeah. Okay. So then I was right. Okay. Yeah. So um, can you see what that does if I center it there? Do you want to go up one? Yeah. Just let me see if I can miss Calibane. I would go down one because, well, Calibane's going to take Well, Calibane's resistant to fire. fire. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'll do. Yeah. I'll do down, like you said. There we go. So okay, I should have everybody. Everybody. Okay, Barely so the be, wolf, but everybody. It'll be uh, 24 fire damage for a DC 17 deck save. Okay. Um, Max, will you please make the dexterity saving throw for Kalamban? And I will... Give me two seconds here. 21... Yeah. One, two, three. Okay. Nice. So I have two passes. Okay. Uh, the ones that passed will take 12 fire damage. The ones that failed will take 24. And then I guess Caliban will take 12, even though he failed, if I'm not, if I understand that correctly. He takes half damage, yeah. Okay. All right. So there's my half damages. Everyone else. Nice move by Ozol. Uh, the room goes up in flames. Also, Cody, for rules sake, the webs would now be burned. Okay. You got it, man. Uh, and I can continue... Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, there's... Actually, never mind. There's no one else in the webs, so they just are gone. Yeah. Um, I can continue my movement, correct? The last 20 feet? You can. Okay. Uh, I will move back... 10, 20 to the opening of the cave. 
Ah, not that far, sorry. Oh my god, it's like really chugging right now. There we go. Yeah, Rule 20 is chugging hard. There's yeah, lots going on. I think because there's so much shit on the map right now. Uh, and that'll be my turn. Nice. Is there any, any bloodies or nothing yet? Uh, I am still chunking through health bars oh, okay. here really quick. Uh, bear with me for two minutes. I'm sorry that I know this isn't super great for audio, but uh, sometimes when we're playing D&D, we got to stop for two seconds and fix some stuff. Yeah, in my head, I was like, I know the sphere should be bigger, because that's pretty pretty lame. Yeah, but, well, that's uh, why I got yeah, the fireball for template. Yeah, we finally yeah, got to I use it. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Okay, bloodied. We have... One, two, three? Yeah, three. So, Berserker Top is engulfed in flames. Bloodied. The leader is bloodied. Gladiator up front is... Well, he's close enough. I'm going to call it bloodied. Bloodied. Their werewolf to the left. Werewolf to the left is critical. Oh, let's fucking go. This is a big play by Ozol over here, everyone. Well I need done, a redemption well for last episode, to be honest. Um, also, bloodied. And last but not least, the dire wolf is now critical. Hey, let's fucking go. Well done. Well done. Uh, we're going to move this to GM Lair. Um, Caliban. All right. Caliban's turn. Let's see here. So, Caliban, would you mind resizing him back to his previous size? Yeah, sorry. I thought it was always going to share a, a Oh, yeah. Size. If you wouldn't mind to do that for me as well, that would be fantastic because it's tripping me out. Yeah. Small boys all. Thank y'all. Alright, so Direwolf's critical. The Berserker's critical as well? Um, all three closest to you are critical. And the Captain, whatever she is technically, is also critical. Okay. So Caliban's gonna uh, use. Let's see here. He's going to make his attack. First attack will be on this critical werewolf uh, to his northwest. Okay. With this, Winter's Howl. 23 to hit. Hey, let's fucking go. And that's going to be 8 points. I keep forgetting to check the rage box for him. Uh, And 8 points of slashing, 1 point of ice damage. So for a total of 9. Oh, shit. Uh, He's not dead, but I accidentally deleted him. Um, <laughs> give me one more. Are you gonna make two attacks on that guy? Or are you gonna make one? No, I was gonna make one. Okay. So uh, the next attack is going to be a, another use of his breath weapon, as I will need the direwolf and. Well, actually, he would be here. So it's a. Th- 30 foot line so yeah I could actually hit all three of them this way so I'll need the berserker the werewolf and the dire wolf all to make uh, dexterity saving throws with a DC 15 (coughs) excuse me 
16 for the werewolf. Um, Berserker, 9. Failure. Direwolf, 20. Success. Okay. Half damage for those that succeed, so 6 points of fire damage. And 13 for the Berserker that failed. Ooh. Um... Caliban okay. being the hero of the fight, if he was only here to take Dang, care of his Dang, Mark, character. you're doing great tonight. Levels <laughs> doing a lot, too, while they come on. Oh, dude, that fireball, though. <laughs> the fireball, though. It's huge. Huge. All right. Uh, yeah. So Caliban is going to provoke one attack of opportunity from this werewolf here as he moves out of reach into here. Trying to okay. clear some opening in the area. What the fuck, Caliban? 21, and I need you to make a DC 12 dexterity saving throw as you take 5 piercing damage halved already. And con. Sorry, I did not need to roll that with advantage. It would be a 20. No, don't you dare. I got my hair cut today by someone who was like probably 40 that told me sheesh today, and I about had a heart attack. It's like you're 40. Come on. Like, Maybe I'm just getting a little bit What are you doing, uh, Okay. Creating an opening for others to continue down the tunnel. Yeah, slide yeah, it bad in, guys Ozol. to kill Ozol down the tunnel. Slide it in, Ozol. Burn, slide in, bro. Uh, through, Burn, baby. you have a held action before your turn if you want to use it. You could perhaps dash and get all the way in before your turn. Wait. Um, 20, 40, 60. You could get to way here. Way to battle, boys. Way to battle. Where can I go? I didn't see a ping. That's 60 feet. That's like three squares in front of me. Yep. Typically, it would be 30 feet, but because it's a squeeze, it's double movement, so it's 60 feet. Oh. If you dash, you can make it all the way. And the next turn, you could move um, 20 feet and be in the fray. Um. Just as an idea. And you still have Shield of Faith on. You don't have to. I'm just I'm throwing it out there and reminding you have the held action if you want to use it. In your turn, I have gladiators to go, so Um yeah, I guess I'll just move in there. Um <clears throat> I die Wait, is that Ozal still in the way? He's no, I moved out right in front of me. He's like in the no. mouth, essentially. Okay, I guess. I mean, he can still be in the way if you want him to be. No, just like he hasn't moved since I last went. No, yeah, I didn't move. Way, like, back I moved all the way back. You've been in front of me this whole time. Anyway. Yeah, I've I'm been just... in front of you, but I was like here, like a no. Chilean miner. Now I'm down here. Chilean <laughs> miner. Yes. Anyway. All right. Yeah, I'm just going to get out here. Um... And then I use my held action? Um, you would actually be right here, as asinine as that sounds. Uh, you're not quite all the way out of the tunnel. Oh, that totally just glitched you through the wall. 
Yeah, sure. Like, we'll put you right here. Why not? So can I attack or no? I don't get it. Well, whoever you want to attack, go for it. Okay. Uh, I guess the dude right in front of camp. No, actually, the dude up and to the left. Um, yeah. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah, do that. Get it. Yeah, just a two-handed or a two swings with the uh, horse car. Yeah, yeah. 22 and 11. 22 hits, 11 does not. Uh, dealing a whopping 15 or 14, 13. Come on, Cody. Uh, damage. Uh, as your sword horse cutter like lights up in flame, uh, you bring it down across this werewolf, cutting him in twain. Hey. He is dead. Nice. Creating another hole in what, uh, yeah, where you could move, you know. Cool. Uh, the gladiator will go, and she is going to step here and make three attacks on Caliban, all of which are at advantage because Caliban is now flanked. But I also flank him. Oh, no, I guess I don't. Um, let's see. We're going to go 1, 2, 22, and 10. 22 hits in a shield bash. Uh, 12 does not hit. Uh, you take 5 piercing damage, Caliban. Burn! Your turn. I still get to go? Okay, I'm really... You you have a health action, my guy. Are you stupid? Okay. Dingus. (laughs) I thought I was using my health action and then... absolute fucking fool. Just kidding. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah, that was Um, your... uh, You were holding your turn, basically, so... He let you use it so that you didn't have a double turn, basically. Okay, cool, cool, cool. That's awesome. Destruction imminent. That's what Whoever I was did like, the oh. oof was incredible. That's what, I, that's what I was kind of bummed out. I was like, I guess I'll just use my attack this way. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to double <laughs> attack the guy to my uh. right. Okay. Horse cutter twice. 26, 22. Both hit. Um, 14 for the first attack. How would you like to kill this guy? Um, I pretty much... Fling horse cutter like all the way, and since he's backed up against the wall, I pretty much slice his neck or his head stays on my sword, but his body just oh, falls yeah. to the ground. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> nice blood is just dripping across the wall as the look <laughs> on his face is just pure shock. And there's a second where his body is falling, where the nervous system in his head looks down with his eyes uh, as his head tumbles off of your blade. I bet I know what he would say to, uh, in response to that, Dean. <laughs> yeah, what would he say? What the hell? <laughs> oh my god. Dude, I can literally picture that. Like, I can just uh, imagine his head talking on the sword. <laughs> On on the flip side, for some uh, chat engagement here, since this fight has been a little longer than I expected, uh, Abdulia says, if you want to feel really old, the 360 isn't old enough to be considered a retro console. Thanks, man. Ouch. Now I feel old. 
This has been a fun encounter, though. It's been different. It's I, not dude, just like a it, stand-up pipe. It's been tactical. I'm glad it has gone the way it has gone, because there is a real possibility that this could have gone very poorly. Um, so I'm happy for that. Um, werewolf go. Max, I believe I need to make a, a shaving. You do. I need yeah. a... <clears throat> Pull up Moonbeam again. Make my roll for you. Needs to be a constitution saving throw at disadvantage. That's a seven, my guy. So five radiant points of damage, and it reverts back to its original form. Um, guess what? Nope. It, it dies. He explodes. Um, what? And let me explain. <laughs> I didn't know what you would say. Oh, no, please. No, God. I'm just kidding. Uh, As he reverts, the specific rules for this werewolf that I'm using, I found a variant werewolf that I thought was a little bit weaker than the normal one and is still kind of cool. Their health pool is doubled, and if for any reason they shape change back by polymorph or moonbeam, their health pool shrinks back to what it normally would be, and he had 10 health. He should have had a critical thing. I did not put it on there. I apologize. Uh, that would mean that when he reverts, he has five health. So I'm going to say he reverts, and then the moonbeam just slices him in half. Damn. Some thumb meta-knowledge, as the holy light of your deity incinerates him. Sometimes. Um, I have one werewolf left, one werewolf left. He is going to... Wait, what are you? Berserker, your berserker. Okay, one werewolf left. He slides down and looks at you, Burn, and goes rah, 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 rah. And he's going to make a bite and a claws, neither of which hit. What a thing is. The berserkers will go. Um, Nobody attack that guy. Uh, I'm gonna on. fucking Two. bite at me. I'm You're not that guy, Howie. Thirty. <laughs> step past your moonbeam wary seeing that it just incinerated his friend and he will also attack you burn uh, once for 20 for 11 slashing damage your AC is 22 so it does not hit Uh, you're able to just kind of flick the blood off of horse cutter and catch his axe and just shake your head at him like nah bitch not today (laughs) not today um, the dire wolf has a held action. It's going to howl at the top of its lungs and go 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 through the doors, 60, and exit the room. What a fucking baby. Uh, that's his held action has been resolved. Marius. All right, so my turn. Is that the dire wolf? <laughs> that's Arrow screaming. I'm just um, kidding. <laughs> as he is I will use my action to move the moonbeam over to this werewolf. You do that. And that is all I will do for my turn. Okay. Uh, the dire wolf goes, and he will just can keep. He's going to use his whole action to dash here. Um, let me get my ruler out. 
why can't I find my ruler? It disappeared. All right. 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60. Ozol. Which is the de facto that we think is the leader of this one here? Um, you Just think north of yes. Caliban? Yep. Okay, I'm going to move up five, and then I'm going to do... Um, Firebolt. For 11 damage. Uh, or, I'm sorry, hits. for... Oh, yeah, just kidding. I forgot a fireball worked. 11 damage. Sorry. And with that, Ozol, with another scream of pain, she's bloodied. Oh, shit. I thought she was bloodied already. No, she was. Oh, I'm sorry. She's critical. There we go. And uh, I Which her critical is still more hit points than your total hit points. Well, that's not saying much. Uh, I shall end my turn. Uh, Caliban. Sorry, Caliban is going to... A dragon. <laughs> a dragon? A dragon where? <laughs> Alright. Uh, Caliban's going to start off with a melee attack on the gladiator there to the north. 25 to hit. Uh, hits. 9 points of slashing and 4 points of ice. So 13 points in total. To the leader, correct? Yes. Okay. Okay. Is she still standing? Oh, yeah. Okay. She'll take Ace. Uh, he'll use his second attack action, or attack, to swing on her again. 24 to Damn, hit. Damn, son. That hits. 10 points of slashing and 2 ice. Plus rage. Um, that is plus rage this time. I did oh, check the box. I, I thought so, rage was just hate damage. You just took it. No, it's got to be a melee attack. Uh, 12 points. Still standing. Yep. So. Ugh. She spits at you. So close. All right. Um, he is fine where he is standing currently. So that is all Calumban will do. Ooh, critical hit. Let's go for three. Okay. Uh, Hang on, for the, critical, for the critical hit, I'm going yes. to use Silvery Barbs as a reaction. Oh. Please read aloud. Silvery Barbs, a creature you can see within 60 feet that it succeeds on an attack roll, an ability check, or a saving throw. You magically distract the triggering creature and turn its momentary uncertainty into encouragement for another creature. Sorry, you just moved the thing. The Sorry. triggering creature must reroll the d20 and use the lower roll. You can then choose a different creature you can see within range. In this case, I'll choose burn. Um, the chosen creature has advantage on the next attack roll, ability check, or saving throw it makes within one minute. A uh, creature can only be empowered by one uh, use of the spell at a time. So burn will have advantage on his next attack, and the uh, barbarian will have to reroll the critical. Okay. Um... Give that to you, Burn. Advantage on your next attack. So, 25 hits, and um, is it, it's not disadvantage, right? It's just a reroll. No, it's just a straight reroll, and then whichever one's. I just didn't want him to okay. get a critical hit, since it's um, quite a bit of damage, and the critical table could be quite detrimental for us. 11 total points of damage, Marius. 
Or, I'm sorry, Caliban. That was a good plan. Is all of that halved? Or? That's all halved, yep. Okay, so... Oh, wait, that's all right. Seven... Uh, first one's a miss. He silver barbs you. Oh, 12. Sorry, 12. Missed, so... 10 and 15. 12 points of damage. Uh, he missed, didn't he? Because he rolled an 11? No, because he still has advantage because of the werewolf belong. The silvery barbs, he makes him re-roll, right? Right, but wouldn't it still be an advantage because he's still flanked? It just says re-roll the d20. Yeah, and okay, use so the we'll lower roll. Yeah. All right, fine. So 10 then, so five points. Five points. One yeah. hit. Last thing we needed was him losing an arm or something stupid. <laughs> Dude, I was getting ready <laughs> Can to you roll. Imagine? What, what I know you are. I'm curious. Let's let's find out. It's 100. 42. Look at that. Uh, burn. Remember, you have advantage. Oh yeah, yes. could have knocked you prone. That was a that was huge. Rolling advantage. I should probably just attack the witch, right? I wanted to kill those guys for trying to bite me. Well, if you move forward and attack her, you provoke two opportunity or one opportunity attack. Well, oh, he's in the yeah, threat radius still. No, because right? they're ten foot squares. Remember? Oh, you are correct. So he would have two opportunity attacks. I'm gonna risk it because okay. then I'll just kill these guys afterward. Yeah, man. So I'm gonna move up here. I guess. No, I guess you have the fucking. Or do I need to be right next to her? Can I God armor? Her? Uh, neither of them hit you. You're good. Okay. Um, can I be here or should I move up one more? No, you're fine. I mean, it's up to you, right? Like, we're kind of playing fast and loose with this a little bit, too. It's kind of hard to be 100% accurate with Okay, I just want to make sure. You're going to have advantage are. because of the spirit of the wolf from Caliban anyway. Yeah, I have it selected. Yeah. Okay, so two, two uh, horse cutter slashes. Queen 24, Queen 24 and hits. 21. Hits her total of 15, 16, 30 points of damage. Guess what? Still standing. Damn it! Not by much. Did you want to divine smite at all? No, this is such an easy fight. I feel like we need to save it. Yeah, there's some big shit coming on later, too. So. I wouldn't say this fall. is an easy fight. I mean, we're being very tactical here. Half our party's dying to fight. Tactical, you know what I'm saying? Hey. Um, yeah, I think that's all I got. Okay. All right, that'll be my my turn. All right. Um. Slide back over, Cranglis, the tanker. All right. Uh, let's just move a little bit here. Oh god, roll 20, don't. Yeah, I can see her, so I'm gonna attack her again with firebolt. Hell yeah. All I gotta do is hit. 11? Let me double check my AC. I don't know, yeah, it's higher than that. Okay. Uh, Poing! It goes high. Damn. Marcus, you see a bolt of fire run past you as the. Or no, never mind, you're not in there. It's. Mark. Uh, yeah. Anything else you'd like to do on your turn? You said I can't use my Eldritch Cannon as a separate thing? No, ma'am. Um, 
yeah, I guess that's all I can do. I just use, well, you know what? Um, how much more movement could I take? I've just moved 10 feet. Uh, if you've only moved 10 feet, you could move um, to one square behind Olza, so it'd be 20, 30. You're right here. Okay, 20, 30. Um, and then I'd like to move in another 15 feet using my uh, magic boots. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. As a bonus action, so I guess I'll nice. be ahead of him a little bit. Uh, yeah, you could... Uh, We're sort of halfway are you a the small creature? The, the boots the boots teleport you back squares you pass through. I thought it says anything you can see. No, it's like the winding the winding path allows you to go back places that you've already moved earlier in the turn. No, it says teleport up to fifteen feet as a bonus action to any unoccupied space you can see. It's the boots of the winding path, right? Yes. It says a pair of boots. While wearing the boots, the creature can teleport up to 15 feet as a bonus action to an unoccupied space the creature can see. You're missing the second oh, sentence. Oh, of yeah, that. you're right. Uh, okay. Damn. Okay, never mind. I guess I'll just be behind this all then. The creature yes. must have occupied that space at some point during the current turn. Dang. Alright, well. Uh, Sorry, I'm trying to move him. You're good. Just the nice eyes. Yeah. Uh, Wolfenstein's gonna go. I gotta make a Constitution saving throw. Uh, that's a hot eleven. <laughs> he disappears back into a Berserker boy. Oops. Next, we have to put another square up there. Sorry. health here. Okay. Um, well, shit, he's no longer that creature, so I guess he loses that turn and it moves on to the Berserkers. And he is bloodied and critical. All of the werewolves are now dead. Uh, it's the Berserkers' turn. Berserker A will move five feet this way and make... Um, an attack against Burn, and then the other one will make an attack against Caliban. So, Burn, miss. Caliban, miss. Marius. Alright, I'll continue maintaining my concentration on the uh, Moonbeam. I don't need to move it. Uh, I'm going to have the Gladiator chick give me a dexterity saving throw as he or actually you know what he's gonna do toll the dead instead so wisdom saving throw for eight necrotic okay um failure dead fantastic nice. leader chicks down and uh, then i'll Move 10 feet to here. So, <clears throat> through the cracks in the uh, this little cavern, 
the bell begins to chime through an echo uh, for the leader tr uh, tribal woman. And as the bell appears around her, it just kind of rings in her ears, and her ears bleed out, and she just crumples to the ground. Um, now, you trigger the reaction of the Berserkers. Uh, you triggered all... my trap card! Exactly. They all howl and rage. Which means to take a little bit more damage and they have advantage on attacks. Not that it matters because there's only two of them. Uh, the dire wolf has been removed from the board. Actually, no. Potentially. Not yet, actually. Never mind. He keeps running, but he has not left your threat radius. What was all? What is, what is the um, threat radius defined as? Uh, so the threat radius is defined as um, more than 200 feet from where you're at. And being that I still have... in He's still close enough to you guys that if you wanted to, you probably could pursue him. Um... So, you don't know where he has gone, per I se. See. Okay. Marius could, you know, potentially try and make a check for that if I he see. wanted to, but his attention is elsewhere. Okay. Um, I'm going to mind sliver uh, DC 17. I'm going to mind sliver the one to the south of Burn. Uh, it's a DC 17 save for nine psychic damage. Six. Okay, so I'll take nine psychic damage. And then. Um, he will subtract 1d4 from his next saving throw before the end of his turn. Okay. Well, the end of his next turn, I'm sorry. You got it, man. You want to push and, anybody? Uh, not particularly. Because they would both have to leave Caliban's threat radius to attack me. So, no, I'm good. Thank you for asking. Caliban. Let's see here. Mr. Caliban. Just... Two more on the table. Hero of the he fight, for sure. He hero of the day. He's well. going to make a swing on the critical one to the south. Okay. Winter's Howl. Uh, 15 to hit. 15. It does hit. Dang. Okay. Uh, eight slashing. And then three ice. Dead. Okay. Cool. Second attack will be on the one to his left. Okay. Uh, 12 to hit. Does not hit. Alright, cool. That is... Doesn't Calumet's. he have advantage, though, because an ally's within... That was with advantage. Oh, he okay. Just, he, he rolled an 11 and a 12. Oh, I would He sorry, just rolled poorly. Alright. <laughs> Burn, bring us home, bud. Yes. Um... It's just the dude right in front of me, right? So mm -hmm. I don't need to move. And I will uh, double horse cutter this guy at advantage. Because Scoundband's right next to him, right? Yeah. The spirit of the wolf inspired Oh, I still have you. that too? Okay, cool. 28 and that 20. <clears throat> um, and a 23. <laughs> 
you deal enough damage to kill him, but I will allow you to roll on the critical hit table should you want to. Um, would it really benefit us to roll on the critical hit table? Sure, why not? Okay, let's see what I got. Maybe you don't have to take it. Poke. That's the cool thing about the critical hit table, right? Yeah, maybe he'll drop a potion or something. D100s. D100s. A three! <laughs> oh no. You do four times damage. Oh! <laughs> Horse cutter? Blazing with the fire of a thousand dragons that have come before it, gleaming with the rage of your deity, just touches the top part of his skull and cuts through him like hot butter, engulfing his entire body in fire, disintegrating him. He is dead. You're out of combat. Down to the molecular level. He is, he's so far gone that his ancestors weep for him. Wow. <laughs> Holy cow. Well done, my friends. Sweet. Um, perception check from Marius Radari. I can do that for you. I have rolled a 22. Uh, running across the open span of the road, you can see the direwolf. Uh, Zach, if you zoom way out, you sense its movement. Um, do you want to just let him go, or you want to pursue? I don't have any desire to kill a, a wolf. Without the run off of Strahd lives. Alright. Delete. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is our opening combat. Well done. Uh, GG's. You all enter the room of the Southwest Annex. Um, let me change gears with music here. Go ahead and move yourselves into the room. May we loot the room? Yes, you may. Um, loot in this room. Uh, sorry, give me two seconds. Let me consult the guide here. 16. Oh, undo. I fucked up. Well, shit. Okay. I hope that didn't clear everything off from over here. <laughs> okay. Uh, give me two seconds. I fucked up.
while we're doing that, I'll look to burn and say, Well done, my boy. As he has that wolf head just, like, sloshing off his sword. That was pretty fun. It took you long enough to join the battle. I was worried I might have to kill them all myself. Well, I did kill the dragon. I wanted everyone to have their moment in the sun. Yeah. Always the gentleman, my boy. And I'll back in for um, Marius and... Actually, I think it's just Marius outside. To enter the... Uh, the annex? Scanning this room for humility. Not found. Okay, you guys find a total of 20 gold pieces. Um, other than that, each gladiator has their own miscellaneous gear, kind of just some crude wood axes, rations. Um, I'm sorry, each berserker has a great axe. The gladiator has a token of the hunt, which is a large direwolf fur. Um, worth about 30 gold pieces. Uh, and 20 pieces of gold. I will, uh... It's not armor, right? It's just, like, a... Each each character had 20 pieces of gold, or... Each of you receives 20 20 pieces of gold. Okay. 100 pieces total found. The, um... The direwolf pelt, is that considered armor, or is it just, like, a piece of clothing? Uh, you could wear it as hide armor if you wanted to, um, but no, it's more or less ornamental. It's a trophy of the hunt, is what it's labeled as on here. I guess more so what I'm asking is, like, can Ozal wear that and not be under the penalty of wearing armor? Sure. For spellcasting? Yeah. Sweet. I will do that for now. Uh, okay, X15. Um, torches in sconces light the bare stone of this room six bedrolls made of stitched animal furs cover the floor uh cold air is rushing into this room from the crevasse uh where marius is standing and you are out of combat how would you like to proceed very carefully the um it looks like there might be two doors to the north and then to the east is that correct Um, correct. There is doors to your north and east. Um, Cranklis. Um, there is also a door. Oh, I deleted. Oh, wait, no. Hold on. Never mind. Um, you can make a perception check if you'd like in this room. Okay. I will do that, I guess. Now, since Vor scouted ahead earlier, we kind of know where we're at right um you have a rough idea you know that you are on the west side okay sorry um are the doors if we uh use a mage hand to attempt to open the doors are they locked or unlocked none of these doors are locked no uh you can actually see that the locks um this door down here is barred from this side okay Um, and the wolf would have escaped from the north correct Okay, so we know the north leads to the outside. And we also know that the wolf didn't get zapped by electricity. So there's that. You don't know that. that is oh, true. I'm well, so sorry. Dead. Well, this door know. is barred from the inside. 
We know that the door to our right leads to that main hall where the where Vord did get zapped. Yep. This door so, is not barred, Zach. I apologize. Oh. Okay. So it did go that way. It did. Oh, go that would way, make yep. that would make sense how he got out then, because he would just go south. Yep. Okay. So let's open the uh, let's open the door then, with Mage Hand. Okay. You this door? To yeah, the one that I'm in front of with Mage Hand. Uh, it and leads I will... to the hallway of the stairs where Vor was into this room. Okay, I will cast light on the uh, crystal, creating a, a sort of a white daylight-colored light, and I'll encourage okay. my friends to come, you know, come hither. Right. Now inside um, this, hold up oh, two sorry. seconds because you rolled. Oh, um, I rolled. Oh yeah, yes, the perception. I'm sorry. The perception. Uh, as you are walking by, right here. Uh, you see a crack in the wall uh, of like a poorly decoed over um, passageway. Can we, I guess, investigate that? Of course. Uh, you want to try and force it open, or what do you want to try and do? What's uh, a you burn? Um. I'm pretty scared to go in there. Um, you just killed a dragon. <laughs> yeah, but this one's a shocky lightning statue. No, that's through this door, my boy. Yeah. Oh, what are you asking me? I'm sorry, I was off. Seems to be a secret passageway in this door. Ooh. Should we break it open? It could be fun. Although it's barred shut from this side. Meaning it's meant to keep something out. Nope. Yeah, uh, you are lost here, my friend. That's all right. Oh. There's a door, I guess, where I'm standing. A little... It almost seems like it's been patched over. Oh, okay, hold on. Let me... My uh, turn order is covering you. Oh, okay. Here, I'll move that out of the way. I was... Yeah. If you double-click it... Oh, it okay. I see it. I see it. Yeah, let's check it out. Um... Can someone cast, like, a, one of those light spells? You have a light uh, on your chest? Yeah, you have a light on, actually. Oh, perfect. And you also I'll have walk. to break the door, I think. I'll walk in there. Okay. I'll uh, attempt to break the door. So, strength? Yeah. Good thing. Master Marius, would you come inside, please? 25. Oh, sorry. No, I'm quite okay out here. Oh. It seems to be acting strangely. Ozal will walk towards Marius while Dean's investigating <laughs> the room. Dean, you push hilarious. this door open with so much force um, that it just crumbles. Uh, the the Mod Podge of what looks like old mortar covering this rotten wooden door collapses, uh, revealing a secret room. Um... Uh, there seems to be these little like holes in this wall um, that line floor to ceiling in this 40 foot wide 20 foot tall room uh, and 20 feet deep as well sorry there's a 20 foot drop in here no no no, no. it's oh. 20 feet long 40 oh. feet wide and 20 feet tall 
Okay, I was like, holy shit. Okay. And across um, the wall, um, Kranglis, you would recognize this, and as you have moved into the room with Burn behind him, as a scroll repository. Um, there's just kind of cobwebs and dust in here. Uh, there doesn't seem to be anything of value, but it does clue you into two things. A, secret rooms. B, uh, it kind of reinforces the wizard theme uh, with a scroll repository in here. Somebody say um, scrolls? Yeah, is there anything like Ozal could use? or like maybe I will allow you, and- while he is walking over to talk to Marius, if you want to make uh, investigation and perception checks in this room to see if you can find anything, I will allow you to. Okay, investigation. 16. And perception? Oh, 16. Correct. Oh, and that one. Uh, Ozal, what is your encounter with... Uh, let's roleplay with Burn and, and uh, if you don't mind. I think oh, I yes, I'm sorry. Wait for a second. Of course. Uh, you, Kranglis, go ahead and roll with G100s, Kranglis. Burn, as you walk over, you're like, whoa, what are these cool, like, old scroll tomes? You push your hands past the cobweb, seeing that you can find uh, these rolled parchment papers with, like, these uh, iron-capped ends. It's a scroll tube. And as you grab it, it disintegrates in your hand. Uh, this room has not been well preserved, um, per se. So it disintegrates. Kranglis, you are able to find one first level spell. Scroll. Uh, what first level spell is this? Uh, yeah, you unfurl it. Go ahead and roll a d4. Grenade. <laughs> One. Oh man, this is going to be a little bit of a callback for you. Uh, you read through the arcane text, and you see that it's called Arms of Hadar. Wait. <laughs> An Arms of Hadar spell. It's a spell scroll. It's randomly generated, and that's what I rolled. <laughs> wow. And um. It, it appears is this to be a conjuration that if I were spell. To sit and read, I can learn this. Um, is, you you are not a warlock. Uh, it is a warlock spell. I'll link it here. Okay. Um, and that's what it does. And, but you have this as a spell scroll. So he, Kringles can't even use it. Uh, they can cast it from the scroll, but they cannot memorize it, um, like into their works because they are not the warlock class. Wow. So it's like a... Uh, what the hell is that called? It's a, it's a spell uh, scroll. A grimoire? Oh, kind of, yeah. Yeah, you could think of it that way. Damn. Um, other than that, there doesn't there are other alcoves, but any of the other scrolls that you find kind of just crumble at your touch. Um, not well preserved. If Ozal was here, he would probably comment about uh, their lack of order in preserving such great textual works. Speaking of Ozal... Well, Kringlis, doesn't look like we're going to be able to use any of these. With great disappointment, it seems that way. Uh, 
Uh, Marius, are you back from the party? Yes. I am back, yes. Alright. Ozal, you walk back to the crack and squeeze through to see Marius standing uh, at X1A in the Yeah, alcove. I will um, toss him a bag of gold, which uh, was the one that was his, and say, my boy, we must begin exploring this temple. I think I'll go around the other way. Alone? I'm not very comfortable trying to squeeze through this hole. I see. Would you like company? Can I try to beat that? I rolled the 19. You could even portent it if you wanted to. No, I'm not gonna. That's not that significant. I'm burning a port tent right now. Yeah, he he seems like he's scared of tight spaces. Marius doesn't like it tight. Would you like company? Sure. If you care to walk around with me, I plan to be fairly quick. Of course, Caliban. We'll join Marius and we'll meet you on the other side of the store. Oh. All right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Little John, motherfucker. I'll come with you. Okay. Well, let's get that as a uh, And I'll tell him, uh, let Burn and Franklis know of our uh, where we'll be. What? We'll, we'll do, wizard boy. <laughs> and I will begin walking with uh, Marius. Okay. Uh, you guys spend the next five minutes walking around. Uh, it shouldn't take that long to get all the way around. Okay, well, whatever. Four, three minutes. Six depends seconds on, for 30 depends on Depends on how, you know, how crazy it is. Uh, if anything happens in the main corridor, we'll need descriptions of all that, too, because we haven't walked down there yet. That's true. I'll, uh, as we're walking, um, I'll talk to Marius and say, Is everything all right, my boy? You seemed quite timid in that last battle. I, uh... I just... felt uncomfortable with where they were. Um, Indeed. It wasn't a very tactical position for us, wasn't it? No, but Caliban did quite well. Uh, got he in there and, and... roused his way through that entire fight. Um, lucky he's resistant to fire. He did get singed quite a bit there, Marius. And I'll sort of laugh and kind of, like, elbow him, reminding him of the time I accidentally burned him. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, we'll continue our path along. I'm going to move myself just to the front end of the temple. Okay. I will as well. What is that? You're not there yet. You don't know. Um, you, Cranglis, as you were talking to Burn, uh, you feel the chamber floor begin to shake under the weight of something large in the hallway. Um, as Ozal and Marius are coming down the stairs, you too begin to hear, doom, doom. um, Kringlis, I will allow you to make a stealth check to peek through the door and see what is making the noise. I will also allow Marius and Ozal to make a stealth check 
um, to either creep down the stairs or whip back around and see what is coming through the hallway over here. I think I may have better stealth than Marius because he's wearing plate armor. Is that correct? <laughs> oh, you definitely will have better stealth than me. Uh, six. Five. As I am incorrectly... Oh, holding. no. But Marius rolled eight five. Still up. Craigless, you are initiating search protocol as you walk up to the door to just kind of crack it open to try and peek. You over-anticipate the amount of weight that you've put on this door, and it slides free as you fall prone five feet forward into the hallway. Um, and you see a large construct that seems to be searching the hallway. Um, yeah. As it begins to keep walking. Uh, Ozol and Marius. You guys kind of try to duck back. Um, it can't see you line of sight wise, but you're not hidden very well at the top of the stairs as you peer down. Do we see it? Not yet. It has not moved into your point of view. We can hear it though, right? You can. Um, large glowing amber eyes stare down at you as the shrieking um, stone on stone metallic-esque golem looks down at you, Crankless. What would you like to do? Um. <laughs> well, first, I'd like to stand up. I'd like to use an action to do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I guess I would then like to use my boots this time to occupy a space I was in before behind the door and shut it behind me. Alright. You I'm gonna uh warn, uh Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> uh Caliban and also Burn. There seems to be a giant construct roaming the halls. Unfortunately I've alerted it. To my presence. Um, okay. I cannot get my turn order. I'm gonna have to reload roll 20, I think. But, um, walking across, picking up speed, clearing past your guys' point of view, you see a large, giant creature kind of shadowed in the hallways run past the stairs. Uh, towards you guys. Or, uh, towards Kringlis. The others are in danger. We need to go f faster. Let's go in this quickly and see what's going on. Uh, roll initiative. Or, keep your initiative. Give me two seconds to load back in here. Uh, there it is. Turn order. Hello. Uh, Marius, top of the order. Go ahead. Oh, goodness me. Uh, this... What is this creature? <laughs> That's fitting. Wow. Uh, 
more. So we gotta go so far forward to try and get to this thing, so... That's three squares. Six squares, that's the best I could do. I'm definitely not hidden. Is it like charging towards where yes, the guys are? Barely. I'm sorry, I, should, I had to reload roll 20 here. It is barreling down the hallway towards um, where you think the room that you were in was. Um, as it does so, you hear it shriek um, in non-coherent words uh, as it begins to glow an uh, amber pulsing glow. Uh, you think it's set off some sort of alarm. Oh. Um, I think the others have set off some sort of notification or security system for uh, whatever that massive monstrosity is. Is it actually a 20 by 20 creature? Because it's large squares? No. It's just uh, it a is, large size creature. It is just a large construct. Roger, cool. Sweet. Um, my turn then. I'm going to have to just double move up to here then. Is there anything that happens in the corridor as I run along the northern or the western wall? Nope. You notice the arrow slits um, along the stairs and the, the hallway as you run down these stairs towards them. Um, other than that, it's quiet. Other than the the steps of this creature, it has. Um, you would presume, based off of your passive uh, perception, it has found an intruder and a target, and it is seeking to root out that threat. All right, sweet. Yeah, that's all. All the movement I can do then, with my turn. Okay. Ozol. can't hear you. I think you're muted if you've said anything. Oh, I'm sorry. From this vantage point, we can't see him, correct? Uh, that was you 30 feet of movement. Marcus, okay, so I would say. You saw it 40, run past. 50, okay, that's fine. 50, 60 feet, and then I'll be a uh, catty corner to uh, Marius. Yeah, you see a large construct. Um, actually, here. I will just show it to players. Uh, this large construct made of what you presume is amber uh, kind of has this eagle-shaped head, large, like, goliath body as it comes running down the hallway, a uh, 10 by 10 creature. Um, yeah, some sort of security construct, and it's pulsing with this uh, amber light from within its chest. Okay, that'd be, uh, actually, oh, no, that'd be my turn. Well, could I bonus action him or no? Well, you can try. Yeah, I'll try to get bring him back five feet. It's a bird boy. DC 17 save. Is he made with, with amber or... Is that just what he's called? Dexterity. Uh, oh, sorry. It should hit twice. It's already got... Let me double there. check there. Cool. Strength saving through. Oh. 24. 
Yeah, he could. Um, you do notice something. Uh, as you go to cast telekinetic on it, it's almost as if the magic, like it, it takes a second and has less effect from what it normally would. Oh. So I linked the associated effect from this creature Thank into you. the chat. Magic resistance. Caliban. You hear uh, Krangless um, say, there's there's a large creature coming down the hallway at me. I set off some sort of alarm. What do you do? That's you, Marius. Or, or Dean, if you want to voice Caliban. Oh, no! Oh, <laughs> my <laughs> goodness! <clears throat> fat so, <laughs> hey, 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 let's kill the golem. Uh, Caliban decides it's time to charge in he's going to just bonus action rage and go running at this creature with his fast moving it up to it in in a single run up uh, with his instinctive pounce he can move half his speed up and then move the rest of the way there with a regular movement and get an attack on it or two attacks on it excuse me uh, that's my character sheet, not Caliban. And then he's going to Winter's Hal twice. Look at this. We got Joe Biden in the chat. <clears throat> Instead of playing this European castles and knights crap, why not play a reenactment of the Revolutionary War to celebrate our great country, you jacks? Hey, fuck you, Joe Biden. <laughs> that's good coming from you. You get out of here. Go to. I voted for Texas Joe Biden. Fuck. Oh, I voted no. for Joe Biden on Tuesday. <laughs> What? I'm sorry. <laughs> what? That's a joke because we're not. You can't even vote for Joe Biden. You fucking idiots. Fuck both of you. you um. Anyways, twenty hits. Twenty-two Voted hits. The only associated damage that comes off the axe itself has no effect. It's magic. Frost. Yeah, I'm aware. <laughs> the frost of the axe is the only thing that deals damage to this creature. So it's immune to magical attacks. Why don't you give me Sounds a... like it's immune to physical attacks. Yeah. A perception. If, if the frost is the only thing that did damage, then he's not getting hurt by the axe. He's getting hurt by the magic. Sure. Caliban makes a 16 perception. You think... Hold on, let me... I'm going to phrase it. As a seasoned warrior who has dealt with many uprisings and fought many creatures of many different types, you think the specific build of this weapon does not affect this creature due to the material your weapon is made out of. Even though it is magical, which is why the magic damage still hits because you hit the armor class, the physical metal of your weapon does not damage it. Say, normally golems are resistant to damage unless or immune to damage unless it's from magical weapons or adamantine weapons but that's just max speaking not caliban so that's why i was curious um okay cool so uh caliban does his two swings and i guess only four ice damage then yep And cool. you are right on the money for our viewers here. Uh, this creature is immune to poison, psychic, bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing from damp from non-magical attacks not made with adamantine weapons. Because your weapon is not adamantine, the associated damage is not affected. 
So it it's if it's a it's got to be if it's a magical weapon then it does damage. Cuz otherwise you're saying it has to be magical and adamantine to do any damage. Correct. Did I read that wrong? From non-magical attacks not made with an adamantine weapon or would it Ma a magical weapon would deal we deal damage. However, a non-magical weapon that's not made out of adamantine, <laughs> like it would have to be if it I'm going to say you're right. Maybe I misread that. I think I misread that. I think you're right. Yeah, I'll take the damage. Why not? It's, it's, it's about to be a very different fight if it's immune That's... to attacks that aren't... If the requirement is adamantine weapons and, and it has to be magical. That's <laughs> what I thought, but now that I'm reading it aloud, I just sound stupid. So yeah, we'll say sure. Why not? It's magic. Yes, you hit. Boom, boom. Okay, sweet. <laughs> so um... a total of... Four ice, 15, 11, 24 slashing damage. Yep. Sorry, I'm doing a side Google while you guys are taking your turns. Burn! That's me! <clears throat> well, I'm not gonna let my boy Caliban just run out there by himself, so I'm gonna make my way out there? Wait, how did Caliban get all the way over there and attack? He's a speedy boy. Okay, I got 60 feet, right? So 10, 20, 30, 40. Can you attack after 60 feet or you just get 60 no, feet? No, I'm just getting closer. Hell yeah, Hold on, I got one more square. 60 feet. <clears throat> That's my turn. Okay, good. I'm not the only DM that has read it this way. Thank God. Oh, okay. Yes, Max, you are correct for rules ruling. Um, Jay Croft got our back on that one. Craigless. All right, I'm going to try casting Scorching Ray. They're going to move through the door to do that? And then back out? Yep, sorry. Or, okay. No, you're good. I'll take my movement there. And where is my... Where did you go? Spell sheet? There it is. 25. Uh, Hits. 10 damage. <laughs> That'll be uh... anything else you'd like to do. Uh, it says if you cast it at third spell slot or higher, you can create an additional <coughs> ray. So can what I do spell that? slot did you use? Uh, I just clicked it. I think it's a second level. Okay. Would you like to cast it as a third level spell? Yeah. Okay. Usually gives me an option to do that. I, I don't know why it didn't, but that's okay. Say, yep. uh, do you have access to third level spells yet? You're only a half caster. Oh, am I? Yeah. Okay, maybe not. Never mind. Yep, you don't. You get a third level spell slot at ninth level. Oh, at nine. Oh, damn. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, Too early for that. Yes. How much damage do I take? It was ten fire damage. Okay. 
You get Most two more rays. Ten. Two more rays? Oh, I yep. have to click it again. I'm sorry. Yep. Uh, let me do that two more times. Sorry. Ooh, critical failure. Critical failure and an 18. <laughs> 18 hits for an additional 10. Roll me D100s, please. Spell fumble attacks. Yes. We roll me D one hundreds for your critical failure. Twenty three. Twenty three. Uh, your spell misfire is knocking you over. You are knocked prone. Dangers. Uh, okay. Oh, one second. Yeah. Um, I think I have. An item that can prevent that? One second. Actually, I'll read through this. You guys can continue, and I'll just try to find it. It might take a while. Okay. Uh, the Amber Golem goes... Twenty and twenty-two um, for fourteen bludgeoning. Oh, you're not raging anymore, are you? Nope, he is raging. I specifically said that on his turn. Oh, sorry, I missed that. So fourteen bludgeoning damage. Cool. Marius, Take, taken. Uh, all right, Marius's turn. He is going to. Uh, 10, 20, 30 to here. And then for his action, he will activate his uh, Twilight Sanctuary. I made sure to cut that to a 15 instead of a 30. Do the sizing. And then he is also going to bonus action a do I want to use yeah bonus action spiritual weapon put that on the table here put it right there for an attack so Spiritual weapon. Going to be a 23 to hit. Uh, that hits. <clears throat> Six points of force damage. Okay. And that will be it for him. 12 temporary hit points to himself. That is my turn. All right. Okay. 
Ozone's gonna move 10, 20, 30, and he is going to, um, hmm. I will cast Mind Sliver. Uh, DC 17 save for 4 damage. Alright, sorry, give me two seconds here. I'm trying to fix an intelligence saving throw. Okay. Advantage uh, 13. Okay, you'll take four psychic damage on your next saving throw. You'll take 1d4 less damage. Or, uh, I'm sorry, 1d4 less um, to your roll. And uh-huh. uh, This creature takes no damage from psychic damage. It is immune. Okay, you'll still take 1d4 less. Oh. For my attack next turn. Uh, next right, saving for throw. savings throw. Okay. You got it, my guy. I didn't notice. I mean, it's a psychic. That's all right. Uh, Calumban. Calumban is going to continue raging at this creature and swinging twice on it with his Winter's Howl. Uh, 20 to hit and 24 to hit. Uh, both hits. Okay. Uh, 20 points of damage on the first swing and 12 points of damage on the second swing. So a total of 32. Perfect. Burn. And then he will end oh, his sorry. turn. Marius is going to give him some temporary hit points. 13 temporary hit points to Kalimban. That is it. Cool. Okay, burn. Okay, I'm gonna move right here next to Caliban. Um, and I'm going to <clears throat> make two attacks. Um, since Caliban's with me, do I get advantage? Yes. Cool. And two cuts with the horse cutter. A 17 and a 27. Um, 27 hits for 14 damage. Damn, he beefy. Yeah. Uh, Crankless. Okay, um, I actually did not have an item that did what I thought it did, so I am still prone. I'd like to take my full movement to stand up. Oh, uh, half your movement. It's only half, yeah. Only half, okay. And then I'm going to... Uh, let's see. I'm going to try again. I'm just going to hit him with the same spell. Where are you? Here it is. Scorching Ray. Uh, nine does not hit. 11 does not hit, and 16 does not hit. Damn. Okay. That is my turn. Oops. I apologize. I forgot to give Burn his temporary hit points. You get 10. 
burn. Thank you, sir. I added them. All right, it is the Amber Golem's turn. Give me two seconds here, because I got, I got a lot of background stuff happening. Um, the Amber Golem will move. Oh, wrong button. 5, 10, 50, or 30, 40, 50, 60. This one will make. I need Caliban, Burn, and Marius to make a wisdom saving throw. Uh, you guys got a bonus every uh, so only Just Caliban gets oh, the bonus. Only, only Caliban will. Uh, Marius first. 25. Save. Caliban's coming up next, and oh. it's going to be a plus four to this. An 18, I guess? Okay. Nope. Save, save, save. Sorry. Cool. It's 17 plus 4 would be 21. I did not mean to roll it at advantage. Okay. Do I get the plus 4 too? Uh, it's already applied to your save. Okay, okay cool. Because cool. if you see your wisdom save there, it says plus 10. Like, it's a 10. Oh, okay. You're right. Yeah. Well, no, my my wisdom is a plus 10. That's, that's because your charisma is being added in the background to it. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. Um, it saves and it's missed, and it. So you guys save from the effect that was going to go off. Uh, no issues there. I'm gonna put a cooldown on that. Um, it goes to slam um, Calamban right in front of it. It misses with a 14. Marius, that is your turn. <clears throat> My turn. Okay. Bonus action. I'll use the uh, spiritual weapon on it. So, 22 to hit for 10 force damage. Hits. Uh, let's see here. Then I will swing a booming blade strike on it. Um, with the nice weapon. I actually need to roll at advantage because of the Spirit of the Wolf to avoid that natural one. So, a 26 to hit. Uh, hits. With, with the new magical sword breaker you gave me for 11 damage. Okie day. And then if the uh, Amber Golem moves, it will take 2d8 additional thunder damage from the Booming Blade cantrip. Perfect. Um, my turn. Appearing through the door behind you, Ozol. 10, 20, 30. Or three flame skulls. 
Um, they seem to be drawn by the noise. Uh, these floating little orbs will take their turn as follows. Two of them are going to launch magic missile uh, at you, Ozal, at third level. Okay. Um, I will use a reaction to cast shield. Okay. Using one of my five stored level one slots. Boom, boom. Perfect. The other one is going to cast fireball at you at third level. Okay. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. For, hang on, where is it aiming at? Oh, I guess it won't hit the goal, I'm sorry. It, yeah, it won't um, hit. <clears throat> it would hit Marius' um, sword, but that doesn't super... Deck saving throw mm-hmm. is going to be uh, eight. I'm going to use a lucky... Er... Damn, I should use a portal. Uh, yeah, I'll use a luck roll for that. Let's see if I get it again. What the hell? Where's Dex at? Oh, there we go. Jesus Christ, nine. Okay, uh, 20 damage? Yes, sir. Okay. 20 fire damage. Okay. Two, three, uh, and it is your turn. Uh, wow, that is thrilling. Um, boy, that's a thing that happened. Okay. Um... Sorry, I'm trying to use uh, read what these spells that I have can do. You're good. Take your time. Damn, that sucks. Um, let's see. Um. Okay, let's see. Um, I'm going to cast Shatter at level 2 from this point here in the center to hit all three. Uh, it's a DT, excuse me, a DC 17 constitution save for 21 thunder damage. Okay, um, they also have magic resistance, so they have advantage, so I have a 7, a 13, and a 17. Tie goes to me. Okay. Uh, that would be uh, 21 thunder damage to each of them. Perfect. And they just took their turn, correct? They did. Okay, I'm gonna bonus action uh, Misty Step to move here out of their line of sight. Uh, Misty Step is uh, briefly surrounded by Silvery Mist. You teleport up to 30 feet to an unoccupied space that you can see. 
and that'll be using my um, once per day free cast of it. Yes, I do have. Uh, hold on, let me look through something here just to make sure I'm doing this correctly. Sorry, I'm gonna move back in case you have something for that. Uh, response would take the damage within right sixty here. feet of you. Are you within sixty feet of me from there? I don't think so. 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, so 1, 2, okay, uh, they do get a reaction, uh, being that they haven't used it. Can I double check my positioning on that one? Uh, yeah, if you want to double check me and make sure I got, yeah. did that I want to make sure I was on the right spot. You're good. I was. Yeah, okay. that's good. Sorry, that 10 feet would have made a difference. Um, okay, what is their reaction? Uh, Hellish Rebuke goes off because they took damage. So, uh, two This is a reaction to the, uh, the Shatter. To the Shatter, yes, sir. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Okay, sorry, so what happens? Uh, you hit them with the Shatter, it goes off. Two of them are within 60 feet of you, which is the spell or the maximum range of this spell and the requirement for Hellish Rebuke to go off. Uh, Hellish Rebuke reads, um, you point your finger, which they're flame skulls, so they look at you, uh, at the creature that has damaged you, uh, is momentarily surrounded by Hellish Flames. The creature must make a dexterity saving throw. It takes 2d10 fire damage on a failed save or half as much on a successful one. Okay. Um, how much fire so, damage is it? 17? 17 and 8. Okay, for the 17, uh, it's a DC 13, correct? Yeah, it is. Correct. Dexterity save. Uh, I'll use the 13 portent that I have to okay. take, uh, what is that, uh, 8, I guess? Uh, 13 no. would be 6. 17 damage. DC 13. Oh, sorry, excuse me. 17, yeah, eight. 8, yeah. Right, yeah. Okay, 28. And then for the D the eight damage, uh, give you a deck save on that one. Uh, that's gonna be six. Uh, okay, eight damage. Okay. Yep. Okay. Do I, does my misty step go off though? Yes, you still get your bonus okay. or your your bonus action. Cool. And nice. uh, that's gonna be my turn. Perfect. Um, the Ten statue counts. will Thank go. The Lord Jesus Christ. Um, I need... Where is my character sheet here? And... Boom. Uh, the statue emits a giant bolt of lightning um, centered on Kalimban. Uh, you create a bolt of lightning that arcs towards a target of your choice that you can see within range. The range is 150 feet. Three bolts of lightning leap from that target to as many targets, um, to as many as three targets, each of which must be within 30 feet of the first target. A target can be a creature or an object. Pause. Oh, you said you said 150 feet. Correct. The we're too far away. We're 200 feet away. Oh fuck. I totally forgot it's not five foot squares. Never mind. That does not happen then. Um, thank you for that. It really makes me upset, just as a criticism of Rule 20 here, that when you change the map size to 10 foot squares, that it's not set to 10 foot squares. Is there a way to change that mass? 
dimensionally? You know? I believe I believe so. I think that's like you have to hit the the page banner and then go and set the settings of that page to be. Ten, oh, grid uh, cell distance. Boom. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. I, th I think that's it. There we go. Yep. Looky there. Boom. Perfect. And now I... now I can fix my aura back properly. I appreciate you all so much. Thank you. Um, what is this from Caliban? Is that just random? Oh, that was me trying to display chain lightning. Oh, I wanted, thank you. I, wa I wanted to see the spell description. Oh, oh, you can't see it because it's rolled to GM because this creature is hidden. Uh, or uh, is this creature hidden? The creature is not hidden. Whatever you just rolled or the spell because that was visible. But I was like, oh. I wanted to see the spell description. But since Caliban doesn't have access to that spell, he couldn't see it. Oh, okay. Well, here, let me hit the description for you later. Anyways, um, I will do something else then. Thank you for pointing out that I was too far away. I just heard 150 feet, and I'm like, I think we're a little far. <laughs> um, Caliban can go while I'm reading this, so don't take up too much. Cool. Caliban's going to make two two swings on the massive golem with advantage. 27, 22, uh, there's 15, 18, plus another 14, so 28, 32 points of damage in totality with Caliban. Perfect. Um, the effect from the statue does not happen. I'm going to retcon that because you are too far away. And instead, nothing happens from that. That is resolved. Um, this amber golem is dead. Wait, how did y'all kill it? Caliban's might. Oh, nice. Ooh. Uh, oh, it's cool. there's still another one I coming though. Yes, I have chosen not to give you the uh, modifiers on there, so you don't know when a creature is bloodied or not. Tricky DM. That turd. Um. Burn. There are three small floating skulls that glitter with g green flame um, that are 120 feet away from you. How would you like to proceed? Are they clearly going to attack us? Do we know? They attacked Ozal several times. They singed oh, my booty. I will use one essence of my divine expedition to allow Burn to use his reaction to move up to his movement speed at the, before, right at the beginning of his turn. I could have used that. What does that mean? It's it, it's a power that I've been using in the past. Move thirty feet. Yeah, I'm trying on to top, help you. Trying. Yes. Top of my yes. 60 feet? Okay, cool. yes. 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 Oh, let's fucking go, Dean. Kill these things. They fucking cinch my booty. Okay, so that puts me at 30 feet. Mm -hmm. So 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60. This puts me here. 
Yep. <clears throat> I guess I'll... Uh, can I ready? Oh, no, I can't ready in action, can I? You could no, I think hold? you still get your normal movement, right? I was just going to use but my yeah, he, he he moved in and dashed with his action to get to there. Yep. Mm. That's your whole turn, my guy. Okay, that's fine. Krangolis! Wait! Oh, never, never mind. Oh. I was going <laughs> to say, I could use Misty Step, but I can't cast a spell. <laughs> Recola. Why? Why can't you cast you, a spell? You could use Misty Step, but because I just that would just use be a my whole action, action to move. That's uh, Misty, Misty Step is a bonus, bonus action. action. Oh, so you could move the thirty. You could literally move right in the middle of them. Yeah, I could, but then I couldn't attack. No, I'm gonna stay right here and I'll just move up the rest, and then That's attack. Fine. Okay. All right. Cool. Um, I'm gonna move thirty feet this way. I'm sorry, was that too far away? Yeah, you're okay. You're doing great. Now you're good. Okay, right. so, um, how far shut away up. are these things from me now? Shut up. Uh, very far away. 130, 120. Yeah, okay, the map like... is now accurate. <laughs> okay, cool. So that one's 120 feet, so I'm going to attack it with uh, Firebolt. Hopefully Get it, it works. Hey, there you go. Ooh, um, I bet they're immune. Tie goes to you. They got oh, it. But that's a really good question. Space. Are they immune to fire? They got uh, fire in their. Soul. They are immune to fire. God damn no, it! They're not. <laughs> oh no, they're not. Kranglis oh, has that ability. Let's fucking go. Way to go, Kranglis. <laughs> Way to battle, Kranglis. That has come up like ten times. Damage. Oh my gosh, that was incredible. Oh. Okay, you hit. Boom, nice. Finally. Okay. The Amber Golem's turn. Uh, you feel the ground shake as 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60. Moving into view behind the Flame Skulls, behind the double doors that are open, you can see another Amber Golem approach uh, to the east side. Sorry. Kringlis, you're getting 13 temporary hit points, by the way, oh, at the shit. end of your turn. Thank you. Minarius Kadari, it's your turn. Oh, alrighty then. Uh, bonus action, I'm going to move my spiritual weapon. Uh, I believe I can only move it 20 feet. A max, let me just double check real quick. Yeah, come on, uh, max. 20 feet, yep. It's been a hot minute since I've had to... You know, long move a spiritual weapon. So, 10, 20, boom. Alright, then I'm also going to move 10, 20, 30. And then I am 70 feet away. Up to 30. Not gonna work now. Everyone's too far. Sorry, guys. Um, You're good, baby. This is a big fight. I know it's probably not the best audio that we've had in a while, but oh, it's fine. It's, it's very challenging. 
It's definitely going to be. Um, I'm going to have to just use my action to also move. Because uh, I am just outside of range of being able to cast a cantrip on these things. So I will move another 30 feet. So 5, or excuse me, 10, 20, 30 to there. And end my turn. See if I get one more. Hey, hey Max temporary hit points. Oh. That's it for me. Alright. Um, the flame skulls are gonna go. Um, the beginning of the flame skulls turn. Or actually, no, never mind. I can't do it. Because people that would, I, the person I would want to affect is too far away. The flame skulls. Um. This one. Okay. The top one will take its turn first. It casts Fireball on Burn. Uh, so Burn and uh, Marius, please make a Dexterity saving throw. It's going to be with a plus four, a 15, so half damage. Mm-hmm. So you take 10 points of fire damage, and Burn, you also take 10 points of fire damage. That is his turn. The second one... I'll actually absorb elements and only take half of that half, so I'll take five, five. points. Perfect. Uh, the second one is going to cast Fireball at third level on you, Marius. Okay. Dealing you... Oh, you hit Magic Missile. Oh, I'm so sorry. I meant Magic Missile. I was looking at the word Fireball. Ah. Uh, 10 Force Damage. Uh, you higher level casted it on me? I did, yes, sir. Okay, so 17 Force Damage. Did it not... Uh, it's just above it. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, not a problem. And uh, the one below... Sorry, I'm having to keep tracking notes because Flame Skulls doesn't split up between creatures on roll 20. So I am hand tracking spell slots here to make sure that I don't fudge anything. Uh, we'll also cast Fireball on you. So Burn and Marius, uh, DC 13, Dexterity saving throw. That's going to be a 14, so half of 26 is 13. I'm resistant to fire damage from Absorb Elements is... Six. Burn, you come in with a 12, uh, which is not enough, so you take 27 fire damage. Ozol. Yo. Okay, I'm going to... I don't know what to do with so many 
things I could do. It's quite difficult. This is quite difficult. Oh no, wait, maybe, maybe it's not. Maybe it is not. Let's see. 10, 20. I'm just trying to get a measurement, give me a second. Oh, uh, no, I can't do that. Oops, sorry, I didn't mean to move your spiritual weapon. Everything I want to do, I don't know if I can do. How many? How many of them have used fireball? All three have used fireball. We've had uh, three castings of fireball so far. Yep. I so I am throwing it out there. No idea. Two upcastings of oh, shit. magic missile. If that tells you anything. Okay, so ten. Sorry, 10, 20, 30. My ruler keeps crashing. It's super annoying. 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60. I'm going to ice knife the guy in the middle right there. Okay. Uh, 12 damage. DC 17 deck save. Okie dokie. Uh, flame skull. Uh, uh, that's a eighteen. They have advantage. Oh, they have. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. Okay. For then the other uh, three will get uh, seven cold damage. I believe they. Uh, you see, as the cold damage hits the flame skulls, it is immune. It has no effect. That would. Okay, that's fine. Ooh, they're immune to fire and cold. And cold. And one other thing. Oh, no. (laughs) God. (laughs) These things are fucking nasty. (laughs) They really are. I'm, like, looking at my spell list, and I'm like, damn, like, pretty much everything I can do, I'm just immune to. Too bad you don't have a wand of lightning bolts. Wow. Way way to rub that in. Just rub it in. How dare you? Well, that wouldn't do particularly well because I would only hit one at a time. You're right. They have resistance to lightning too. So. Oh my but, god! Uh, what the hell, dude? These things are tanky for how small they are. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting annoyed to be honest. I really am. okay. Um. Yeah, that's uh. Yep. Uh. Well, that's my turn, I guess. Do I Tell get ten hit points from uh, Marius? No. No, I'm joking. Oh, I was like, what the hell? Eleven if you don't have hey, any. Hey, perfect. I needed that one. Okay. Caliban, he's going to go uh, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 for a double move. Um, and that is all because he can't do his... Instinctive pounce. He has taken damage, so his rage should still be fine. But that's four rounds right now. He's got six more to go till it fades. Um, that is it for Calamban. At the beginning of Burns' turn, Marius is going to use another Divine Expedition to allow Calamban to move his movement speed, which is going to be 
10, 20, 30 to there. And then actually Twilight Sanctuary to give Caliban 10 temps, which he's good. Okay, cool. That is it. Now Burn can start his turn. All right, Burn. All right, these little bastards. Uh, let me move up. Uh, they're resistance to fire, you said? They are immune to fire. Oh, immune to fire. But I can still... My sword still does damage, right? Maybe. I mean, it... Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be really pissed off if you screw me. All right, 10, 20, 30, and move up to here. I'll attack the guy to my north, since Caliban is flanking him, and attack at advantage. Uh, he's not flanking, but you do get his advantage from his totem. Oh. Okay. To be flanking, he has to be directly on the other side, which would be on the stairs. Just as a heads up. But yeah, okay, still well, I can move here if you... Correct. I still have movement if you want, but I have advantage anyway, so here we go. Horse cutter twice. 25. 24. Okay. Sixteen, seventeen points of slashing damage. None from fire. Uh, the first attack does not kill it. Uh, the second attack reduces it to zero. Uh, you see, as the flame skull does not burst into flames, it just gently settles to the ground. As you or as you swat it out of the air, and it settles to the ground. It appears to be dead, though it was not destroyed on your hit. Oh, is this like those fucking skeletons in Dark Souls? Anything else you'd like to do on your turn, Bert? Can I stomp on the skull and break it? Uh, you don't have another attack action left. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll hold, or I'll wait. Okay. Uh, Craigless. Okay. You I'm going to move so 30 feet Chris. forward. <laughs> it's like she's crying. <laughs> I know. My rolls are just terrible tonight, so I'm it's not right. super excited. <laughs> Amber okay. Temple's nasty, um, dude. The skull creature that's in front of Burn, I'm going to go ahead and attack that one with Firebolt. Uh, it hits, but unfortunately it is immune. Oh no, it takes seven damage. Excuse me. Because nice. of your ability. Okie day. Anything else you'd like to do? Um, I think that's all I can do. Alright. Also, uh, while I was, uh, while y'all were attacking, I did find out what item prevents me from going prone, but... Now I can use it. Okay. The golem moves forward, down, and around because it can move through its friendly allies. Uh, having to do so it is a dash for this creature. So it cannot attack, but it is now flanking burn for the flame skulls on their eventual turn. Fun times. Uh, and creating, I would say, 
potentially breaking line of sight for you, Ozal, from where you're standing for the Flame Skull behind you and Burn. But the the golem is gone, right? No, this is a Uh, new one. This is so... What the f... Burn, that is a very... First of all, congratulations. You have put two and two together. Why don't you give me a... Just like an intelligence, just general intelligence check. Or wisdom, actually. Wisdom. Okay, wisdom... We'll give it to you for free anyways. That's a nine. You think that as it was blinking yellow, it has triggered some sort of alarm for the second golem, wherever it was further up north from where you guys are at, or east and north. Uh, And that is why it has come to this disturbance. Uh, You also think the noise is what kind of gathered these flame skulls to where you're at as well uh, of the combat. Okay. Marius. Marius, bonus action. 10, 20. Move that there. And we're going to go 10 feet to there. Keep and the going. I will make a booming blade swing with advantage from the flank on the amber golem. Natural 20. Ho ho, critical hit. Let's, uh, you want to roll D100s or you want to just uh, take the double? I would love to just take the double. Are you sure? You, you don't have to take the, the the chart if you don't want to, but it could help. I, I'm looking at 27 points of damage right here, and then if I was to double that, that'd bring it up to 54. Isn't it already? If double? you roll a four, though, or, you could quadruple the damage. Yeah, because it's 20. Fine. All right, the D100s. Here we go. No, but you don't yeah, have to take the D100s. Down. Two. Oh! Let's fucking go. <laughs> what is a two? Oh, two. All right, Marius. Uh, three times the damage. Let's fucking go. Okay. Rolled. So you rolled... 27. <coughs> yeah, so just roll another... that. Six, yeah. That's 60, 74. Three... Uh, let, me, let me say six. this. So instead of double damage, it's three times your initial damage. So if that helps you. So it'd be 12 and 4. Oh. Right? Well, that's 16 times 3 then. So that's just uh, 48. That's still better than what you did, right? Yeah. That's huge. Too bad you can't smite. Jesus. That'd be cool. Maybe one day. Oh. Uh oh. <laughs> okay. The flame skulls go. And then the uh, the golem, if it moves at all, it's going to take an additional 2d8 thunder damage. I don't think it has to move. Um, He's happy right where he's at. Burn. Um... spells to burn here. Uh, you're going to get hit with two upcast magic missiles. One for 16. Two for 14. For a total of 30 so, points of damage. So this just hit me automatically? They yeah, always it's magic hit. missile. Magic missile, the description. Uh, why will it not? It never misses. <sighs> Oh, some, oh, World 20's chugging now. 
Flame skulls. Magic missile. Can you guys fucking do something? Cause you create three health. glowing darts of magic force. The dart What's hits a creature at? of your choice. It's down to like 30 You can now. see within range. A dart deals 1d4 plus 1 force damage to a target. All darts strike simultaneously, and you can direct them at, at any creature you wish to hit, or, or one creature, or several. Excuse me. I went from 98 to 31 in like two rounds. Dude, the nastiness of flame skulls. But that's their turn, so... Um, this one is going to back up 10 feet, so you get an attack of opportunity. Would you mind crossing out the one that's uh, down? Of course. Just, like, put the uh, marker across. Boop. Thank you. Uh, do you want to take your attack of opportunity on the flame skull that has moved out from where you're at? Uh, me? Yes. Yes, please. Just one? One slash? Just one. Yep, one slash. Uh, 20 hits, dealing 15 points of damage. Oh, I'm sorry. 13 points of damage. Okie day. Oh, zol, 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 zol. All right. Now, the uh, remaining skulls, are they bloodied at all? You cannot tell from where you're at. Okay. Um. Well, Burn said he is really struggling. A. I. Would you say I have line of sight through the legs of the golem? On the one north of Burn? On, on Burn? Or south of Burn? On Burn. Probably on burn. not the one. Oh, to Burn? Yeah. Yeah. He big. Yeah. He big. I will say you have line of sight to burn for sure, but probably not the flame skulls due to where you're standing. And this uh, Amber Golem, we haven't really heard it, right? Like, it's still pretty pretty in there, right? Uh, yeah. The, um, well, I will say Mario's got a really big hit, but it has a pretty beefy, substantial health pool. Okay. Um, are we allowed to talk to each other during this? Yeah, you had six seconds, so. Okay, um, I will apologize to Burn for what I'm about to do. But he's low on health, and I need him to, to be not low on health. I'm going to cast Polymorph, targeting Burn, and I will make him a giant ape. Uh, I'm going to... Ooh, Are you freaking kidding me, dude? Hold on. That's awesome. You're going to gain a bunch of health. Let me see something. Yeah, but I'm not going to be able to control myself. No, you are. The giant ape is super smart. Mm. Dang. Uh, Ozal, this works in your favor because okay. if I said that you can't see the skulls, that means they can't see you. They can't see me, in yeah. The interest of fair play. So yeah, I cannot I appreciate counterspell. That. Um... And it happens. Go ahead and drag on the giant ape to the bull. Um, I guess technically, burn. You have to make a saving throw. No, he can a wisdom. He can a wisdom saving throw. Can yeah, is that a willing creature? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you willing? Yeah, guys. You'll gain a shitload of hit points. If, yes this, or no, if man. this does not work, it's Zach's fault. So let's do it. 
right. Well, it'll be fun. Either way, it'll be fun. Okay. Let's have some fun. You're Harambe now. Yeah, let's do it. Burn, I'm going to put you over here at X12, so you're still in Jesus Christ! Now you have 157 hit points. I'm going to shrink you down, even though you're a huge creature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you can go toe-to-toe with bigger because I'm a Goliath? You are bigger than... Oh, that's the other thing. Can you do that since it doesn't... What do you mean? You don't really have the space to do it. Okay. Yeah, this Hold is a on. giant. This is a giant room. This is like a massive. No, no, no. Room. I'm trying to help you out here. Give me okay, two we seconds. We all we're all gonna get pushed out of the way as he grows in size like this. Uh, uh Dean, check private chat. I'm gonna link you the stats for the uh, giant polymorph. Because you use his stats spaces. for attacks. What happens when you wild shape a polymorph in his tight space? This is not a tight space at all. Uh, I'm These trying to help you out. Give me two squares. seconds. Calm down. Calm down. Calm down. Say, so just move move the characters to the to the left and right one square. Zach, roll me two d four. Two d four. Let's see. Jesus, have some faith in your dungeon master a little bit. Uh, three. Okay, these skulls, or this skull, I should say, is pushed this way and takes three damage. To make, room, to make room for this giant creature. Harambe. I will also say it pushes this one down the stairs. Does he get zapped by lightning automatically? It does not. Oh, that would have been awesome. That'd be cool, though. So, so Burn, um, I linked you the, the attack stats, so... Yeah, I got um, Burn, okay. I'm going to do you one better and give you permissions. Oh, even better. <laughs> what does that mean? Also, so you can shift-click on the creature here in just a sec, and you will be able to click and edit its character stuff. Um, I need you to make a gorilla noise, too. Like, <laughs> like that whenever you attack. <laughs> <laughs> and then beat your chest, too. Otherwise, right, King you Kong, If you shift-double-click on the uh, great ape, you should now be able to shift-click through its uh, stuff, or you'll be able to click out through like a character sheet. Let's fucking go. And then on your turn, you will Wait, just I'm be burned, gonna... burned on Bria. I know. Go ahead. Uh, oh, 10, there we go. 20. Burn's not really here, right? So I could just be here. No, he's not there. I just moved him there. I'll, okay. I'll move him down a little more. Um, I'm going to drop in the owl just so, because uh, I moved out of line of sight, um, just so the uh, people watching can see what's going on. Of course. <laughs> just throw an X over it. Uh, yeah, I'll do that. Okay, uh, yeah, you polymorph burn. Actually, I'm going to give three points of damage to this golem as well, because they're rubbing elbows. Let's fucking go. Uh, as you do that, you grind one skull against the wall, uh, shaving part of its bone-like carapace against the wall. Um, the amber golem is also tussled a little bit as burn transforms into King Kong. And he goes, ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> this is the best episode we've ever done. Me, Tarzan, you, Jane. Uh, Caliban. You're my bitch. You sit down when you pee. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jeez. Uh, uh, all right, cool. Caliban <laughs> here is gonna <laughs> take a, uh, a 10 foot move to here so that way he can get a, a swing on the flame skull. <laughs> What is that from? <laughs> I don't 
is happening? <laughs> I don't know. I've been saying that for years. I don't know why I got it. 25 to hit? Uh, just barely. 16, 19 points of damage. Ooh, close. So close. Actually, sorry. Uh, you said they're immune to cold, so the ice damage oh. would, wouldn't apply, right? So only 16 yeah. points. Okay, cool. And second swing, then, for another 16. Uh, yes, it also falls and becomes inert. Okay. Um, that is going to be... The skulls are inert, for guys. Cal- Calamban, then. <laughs> They're a nerd, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh, Calamban's gonna get. See if he gets any more. Right, yeah, I'm a goofy motherfucker. <laughs> You're a goofy motherfucker. <laughs> That's it. How dare you? How dare you, bro? Uh, fucking Silverback, let's go. <laughs> um. Okay. Um. Ooh. Oh, uh, sensual. Let me do... <laughs> well, I finally got to see its actions. I was like, holy shit. This thing is badass. Um, Multi-attack. The great ape can make two fist attacks. Yeah, or attack plus nine, one target. Um, you could throw a rock. Or I could throw uh, a rock in a range. Or you could just, you know, average or you know, average damage twenty two from those fists. Can I multi attack two different targets? They're yes. You could take the attack wanna, action against one and then against the I, other. I wanna destroy the inert skulls. I would not suggest that seeing as you have a threat to your south. Yeah, but I think they're gonna come back to life and we're gonna have to fight them again. You do what you want to do, my guy. All right, let me destroy one skull. So let me, let me multi-attack. I clicked it. Oh, there it goes. Uh, you have to actually hit the, the fist button. Oh, oh! The attack okay. that says fist, which okay, I'm not going I to see. change to say... Fisting. I thought that was a separate attack. Okay, fisting. You fisted him. <laughs> so, 13 to hit. Fisting, <laughs> by the way. Oh, I know. I don't want to get in trouble for, you know, for fisting on camera. It's an inert skull. I mean, what can... The 13 hits. You okay. a skull fuck him? Uh, you... <laughs> oh, fuck. Dude. All right, so, Burn, Burn, you need to... Uh, on the chat bar, highlight the ting and click it in order to roll the damage. Gotta get the fitting. 31 bludgeoning? God damn. Yes. <laughs> um, the skull does not take any additional damage. Okay. You pound it into the ground. Okay. Well, then on my second attack, I'll attack. Why do you keep doing this? keep missing on my sheet. Sorry. Okay. Um, I'll attack the golem next. Okay. <laughs> Say Joel critical failure! He has advantage because that's the one he's flanking. Oh, uh, well, there you go. Oh, let's fucking go. Oh, okay, so I get to attack again? Yay. 
Where'd it go? Make sure to make the monkey sound or it doesn't count. Give me two seconds here. Uh, <laughs> not query. Advantage toggle. Auto roll damage. That should help you out just a little bit. Okay, go ahead. So just hit fisting again. At advantage? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Why did... Okay. You can. You don't have to take that. I'm just making sure it worked because okay. I changed the settings on it. Okay, so fisting. Okay, 32 bludgeon. Yep. Uh, rolled 15 to 12 hit. hit. 12 to hit. 15, because I was making sure the button worked. Oh, you worked. did it? Okay, cool. That was 15. me. Yep. My bad. Golem, um, you somehow miss at point-blank range to this giant... You're not used to your ape-like body, and as you go to fist him from behind, you totally <laughs> miss. You didn't have to say it like that. You well, absolutely didn't have to do it that. It says fisting. I don't know what to tell you, man. <laughs> Craigless, uh, King Kong's getting it on over here with this Amber Golem. What do you want to do? <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and attack. Oh, man. I'm going to attack the Golem. Uh, do I roll at advantage since I'm opposite of the uh, giant monkey? Uh, giant not, not, not for not a range attack. That would be cool. Okay, gotcha. Okay, I guess I will try Scorching Ray on him. Thirteen. Oh, I gotta pull back up the Amber Golem. Uh, miss, miss, hit for six fire damage. Okay. I'm good. Amber Golem's turn. Uh, Marius. Kring Kringlis, hold on. You're going to get 12 temporary hit points if you don't have any already. But okay. Continue, please, glorious dungeon master. How do you plan on fisting me? Wow. Uh, with both hands. One could be so lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Um, how dare you? I I have to rules check something before I say I do it, so I don't sound like an ass like I have for the other half of the night. How dare you? You've sounded great tonight. Well, you know, I, I like to know what I'm talking about. I need you to make a contested athletics check as I try to grapple you with my amber golem. Oh. Interesting. Uh, I think he would just do strength. I don't think the uh, ape sheep sheet has the. Uh... Oh no! no not no not no. Him. He he's attempting to grab me with Marius. Okay, athletics coming your way, and eleven. Uh, okay, I get to make mine at advantage. Because you're large. Yes, sir. Oh, come on, roll twenty. Don't be like this. 21. Oh, yeah. And I... He's fondling Marius. Yes, I am. So you're spending your action to grab me. And the uh, next turn you're have... going to throw me. <laughs> I'm making it oh, an shit. attack. Uh, no, I'm not going to throw you. You are now uh, one more contested strength throw, so I can make sure that you are restrained. Oh. He's going to give you a suplex. 
Yeah, right. 18 from me. Off the top ropes. Five. You are now restrained. What does that okay. mean? Restrained. Let me pull up the condition list here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Conditions. Restrained. A restrained creature's speed becomes zero. It can't benefit from any bonus to speed. Attack rolls against the creature have advantage, and the creature's attack rolls have disadvantage. The attack creature has disadvantage on dexterity saving throws. Okay. Your turn, Marius. Marius's turn. Marius Misty steps out of his restraints. And as a bonus action. Perfect. <laughs> Over to here. <clears throat> at which point he is going to swing his booming blade on the flame skull go for it natural oh, 20 perfect oh my Ooh. god do you want to just take it or do you want to roll on the i'll i'll roll table. on the critical hit table a six man you were rolling crazy uh, on that side You gain advantage on all attacks against your next target for the next turn. You have advantage on their attack rolls against... Oh, excuse me. That, yeah. And you have advantage on the, on attack rolls against that creature until the end of your next turn. Wow. Cool. So, advantage on all attacks, and specifically this creature, advantage on all consecutive turns. Eight plus... However... Eight slashing, seven thunder. Dead. Inert. Excuse me. Not dead. Sweet. Um, however, the flaming skull down here, furthest north, explodes with fire. <gasps> Unfortunately, no one is close enough to it for it to matter. But FYI, they explode. They fly now. They, they fly now. God, what a terrible movie. Uh, your turn, Ozal. Um. Hiding huh. in the corner, like a coward. I need to main yeah, yeah, I am a coward. That's fine. <laughs> I need to maintain this concentration for Gorilla Boy. I'm gonna go ten feet here, and huh? Damn, I don't remember. No, I think. Um, for Mind Sliver for this guy, even though he's immune to the psychic damage, he would still be subject to the effect that he gets 1d4 less from his saving throws, correct? Um, sure. I would okay. say associated effects still. Okay. I will, uh, I'll make the intelligence save just to see, because right, there is no 1d4 if I make the save, correct? Uh, yes, that is correct. Okay. At advantage, that's a six. So yes, I would take the one d four. Okay, uh, your next saving throw is minus one d four, and I will end yeah. my turn. I'm After I roll one d four, and then I will. Uh, Boom. Uh, sure. One d four is a one. Man, I have really okay. sucked up these one d fours today. That's all right, dude. Caliban. All right, Caliban is gonna make. Let's see. He is gonna do. Uh, one of can he use one of his attacks to like sweep this skull down the stairs? One of his two two swings. 
like, um, golf punt it with the, uh, <laughs> or golf swing it up with, <laughs> with uh, his attack rolls. I'm going to say, because, because burn is a gargantuan creature, technically, it takes up so much space. You can do it. But it maybe at disadvantage to see like how far it goes, or maybe half the distance of what it would normally go. I don't know. Make make the make the attack first. Right. We're looking I, for like eight. Yeah, right, I'm just as long trying as to don't critically fail. I'm just trying to get it down the stairs. Uh, Twenty-two. Yeah. Uh, now roll me. Let's say a d six, and that'll be how many squares it goes. Two. Uh, we'll put it right he's ra- here. He's raging. Can he double it? <laughs> oh, wait, no. I moved the wrong one. You did. One, two, and I will say it tumbles off the edge and into the crevasse. Perfect. All right, and then for uh, Calaman's second attack, he'll actually attack the golem. Nice. It's going to be 17 to hit. Uh, that tie goes to you. Okay. Uh, that's going to be a total of 18 points. Okay. Nice job. Calamban is going to get some temps. Cool. Good to go. Burn. He's a monkey boy. It's nanner time. I'm a fist this nope. boy. Fisting. 18 hits. 18 to hit. 23 bludgeoning. bludgeoning. And do 27 more. for 18 bludgeoning. Alright. You have advantage, by the way. Oh yeah, might as well roll I mean, twice to see if you can do something, you know, critical hits. Okay. <clears throat> first two were better rolls. That's alright. I don't know. Oh, I can switch it right there. My bad. Kevin, Jesus. Stop. Okay. Krangless. Crankle dangle. It's the crangle of the dangle. Yep, I'm gonna... What's the angle of the crangle? <laughs> Also, Krangler's check crangle uh, Discord. Low, does it wobble to and fro? Stop metagaming. No, we're not yeah. metagaming. I'm just kidding. I made Krangler's and Hero Forge, and I sent it to her. Nice. Okay, yeah, I'd like to use my, uh, now that I'm close, my Eldritch Cannon on the Golem. How do I do that on the sheet again? Um, if you click on your character, uh, where I'm sorry, where your character would be, there is right under your character token, there is the token for the cannon. And if you click on it, you can use it uh, the same way. It'll bring up all the prompts for the preset stuff. It should have all your stats and whatnot in there. You mean like the Eldritch Cannon's character sheet? Yes. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'd like to use a flamethrower on him. Do it. Boom. A 
for uh, dexterity saving throw, which is made at advantage. Wasn't he immune to magic? Uh, 16. So save Damn. for half. I failed to save, or half as much. Yeah, so three fire damage. Uh, the Amber Golem will go. Uh, I am... Oh, I don't think I did that. Caliban. It's going to step towards you, Kranglis, and attempt to grapple you with its first attack. It'll provoke from all three of us. Yes, which is fine. Um... Oh shit! Did not mean for it to show the description that. Twelve does not hit. You can't throw a rocket in melee range, <laughs> guy. That's hilarious, though. Should actually be an advantage, what? but hold on. He's moving you're too, away. You're too close, though. Look at the thing on the rock. It says that's what its range is. It doesn't start at fifty feet. It does actually. No, Anything I think before, he that's made... a disadvantage. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, 50 to 100 feet. So, the 50... If you're throwing it within 50 to 100 feet, it's a normal attack. Anything outside of 100 feet is disadvantage. Anything before 50 feet is disadvantage. So, you can do it, but it's done a disadvantage. <sighs> okay, so, okay, so is this considered uh, an attack? What he's doing grab it by grabbing me? Uh, yes, technically. So, I do an opportunity attack at advantage? Yes, because of the spirit yes. of the wolf from Caliban. Okay. Um, <clears throat> twenty. Okay. Nice. Marius also got twenty, <laughs> so eleven slashing. Winter's howl is going to be a total of t- thirteen, so twenty-four. Okay. And then the ape punch for twenty-five. Yep. Okay. Um, are you guys done? That's all we got. Yeah, that's all we got because he's provoking from us. Okay, uh, I'd like to, since he's attacking me, I'd like to use my repulsion shield on him. Cool. Is it a reaction? Uh. Or is it a full action? Yeah, you can use it as a reaction immediately after being hit by a melee attack. Okay. Uh. Yeah, okay, let me just read out what this is. Yeah, does. go ahead and read the whole thing. He hasn't hit you yet, by the way. Oh, he hasn't? No. He was coming up to make an attack, and then he provoked from all of us. Yep. Oh, okay, well. <laughs> Creature gains plus one to armor class while wielding a shield. The shield has four chargers. While holding the shield, the user can uh, make a reaction immediately after being hit by a melee attack or spin one of the shield's chargers to push the attacker up to 15 feet away. But the shields regain. Um, yeah, so what would you like to do? Take a plus one or try and push me away 15 feet? Uh, uh, the shield naturally has that plus one capability. It's embedded into it, but he also gets the the bonus ability. I see. Yeah, they get both. Because it uses, the, it uses the charges to push people away. Okay. Do you want to use your charge to re- repulse me 15 feet? Yes. 
Okay, I'm pushed 15 feet back. And I will just use my movement to walk back up. Opportunity. My... No, no, she's. <laughs> I know, I know. She's, she's got to be hit first before yeah. she can push you. Yeah, that's well, fine. I'm just going to say I, I waste my attack to, to do that. Um, I'll, I'll make it official here by making the uh, contested strength. Oh, 12 would not hit me. Okay. 19, though, would hit you. Craigless. Uh, so make a... Con- nope, I'm just pushing 15 feet back. Okay. God. Getting tired. Sorry, boys. Um, Marius. See here. Marius. Um... Burn and throw the other skull if you can, if you understand me. Uh, I'm going to bonus action 10, 20, spiritual weapon, the golem. 28 to hit. That hits, just barely, but it hits. Points of force damage. Then I'm going to step up to him, so 10, 20. Uh... No need. As your force weapon hits, the golem crumbles to little chunks of amber. Oh. Well then, uh, I'm gonna pick up and chuck the skull then if I can. Of course. So, uh, grab it 10, 20, 30 and toss it down. It explodes at the bottom of the stairs. Oh man! You are Can, seemingly out of combat. Can oh. I say something to my squad as a, a gorilla? You could try. Apes together strong. Oh no! No! <laughs> no! Okay. Damn! Pants um, off me. Appearing behind you, burn. You see a small creature uh, that is up, kind of lurking yeah. in the doorway. It does not seem to be taking hostile action against you. It is simply watching what you are doing. Uh, and then it scurries off down the hallway this way. Chase it. What do you see, boy? Fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> um, do we give chase? To said creature. Old man Boss's dog is caught in the well again? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Burn, you are trying to communicate with Ozal. And Ozal, are you maintaining concentration on this uh, creature's oh, of form? Of course. Of course. Okay. I'm not going to not make Dean make monkey sounds for the next however long. Uh, for the next yeah, 10 minutes? Will... Yeah. Don't forget, I have pretty decent spells. No, it's an hour long spell. <laughs> yeah, I've been uh, concentrating on it. You use your ape sign language to uh, signal to fucking Ozol over here that you saw something small scurry off down the hallway. Yes, and I flip him the bird. You flip him the bird and then throw some poop at him. <laughs> well, he's, not a, he's not a monkey, he's a fucking ape. How okay. dare you, you racist? <laughs> Whoa. Well, let's follow the monkey man into the thing. You just said I'm not a monkey. I'm an ape. Those are different <laughs> things. That's true. Okay, well, we'll follow Burn. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Ooh. Damn, I can't move anymore. 
Alright. Um, area X6. The Southeast Annex. Uh, Man, there was room... something I wanted to check earlier. But now I'm at 8. Oh, sorry, man. Uh, they definitely not... walked past the body earlier and didn't even see it. <clears throat> it's the kind of. It's in the hallway. Uh, they weren't supposed to technically see that yet. Yeah. Um, this room is featureless except for. Check yes. a private chat on stream after you finish your description of the room. Yes. What do we see in the room? Oh, gosh dang it. Um, this room is featureless, except for a rough-edged shape, 10-foot in diameter, circular hole in the floor in the southeast, uh, an empty torch sconces along the wall. Double doors of amber stand open. To the north and the west, a single closed door lies just south of the western set of double doors. So, open door, open door. Single closed door. World 20's chugging. Hole. Do we see the uh, that creature through the door? I mean, I can see him, but do we actually see him? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a small creature. If you want to kind of inspect it or try and talk to it or whatever, you do you. You can blast it if you want to. Or you can make a perception check, an investigation check. Um, yeah, I'll do that. Let me see what Which I can one? do. Let me look at my sheet here. Uh, I'll do an investigation check. Uh, 14. Yeah. You see a quasit. A small demon creature, uh, typically used by some mages to uh, have his familiars. Oh yeah, I know that. Um, I will tell Burn that the creature that he has seen is a quasit. You must tread carefully, Burn. There may be mages on the other side of the store. And I'll gesture <laughs> to uh, Caliban and um, Marius to uh, to join us as we. I would like to enter that room, see if there's a mage on the other side. Yeah, go ahead. Burn, come with me. Cowering <laughs> behind the door, you see a small man um, with scorched robes uh, who seems to be focusing really hard. Um, as you approach him, his eyes open and the closet's eyes kind of clear from this bluish magic. Um, his red robes have seen better days. Uh, and he has, like, these scabby burn boils all over his body. As soon as we uh, turn the corner and see him, I'll say, we mean you no harm, friend. He says, yes, you... You deign to come into the Amber Temple, and you have taken out its guardians. Powerful you must be. Who are you? That will have to wait till next episode. Boom!
Thank you for watching our show. Lots of combat, lots of fun. I, I know it maybe wasn't the best audio episode, but I think that we had a lot of fun kicking some ass. Well done, guys. Uh, we'll see you in potentially next week for a Halloween episode. We've got to talk to the group about that. Um, but thank you for watching. I have Wait, next, next week or next episode? Next episode. Sorry, not next week. Unless you want to do it next week. We'll talk about a time. Good. We could. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, anyone have any th- any closing remarks I want to make before we uh, enjoy your yeah. spooky <laughs> Halloween? <laughs> Remember, Those ladies and gentlemen, apes together strong. Apes together strong. And Dean's good at fisting. Good night. We'll catch you in the next episode. Thanks, Abdulio, for watching us the entire time. <laughs> Bye. What a guy. <laughs> Bye.